Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley. It is uh, Tuesday afternoon, and I am, along with Aaron Sexton, ready to take you for three hours. We got a big, big show planned and uh, lots of excitement, folks uh, coming and going around the station. This is a very exciting time. And, um, Aaron, it's just um, we're getting closer and closer to football season, September 2nd, just around the corner. And uh, on that day, I believe that's a 6 o'clock kick, 2 o'clock, the ESPN Central Texas kickoff show presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni will be coming right at you. And, um, well, I, I kind of, this man, he I've been kind of hinting, but uh, I, I like to let Drake, Drake Toll likes to kind of do his own big announcements, but I think Drake will be uh, contributing out there in a big way. And so that'll be exciting. Finally got the young man back from Alaska and, um, but I'm going to let him make any future, any announcements, although I'm, I may make some other announcements involving him as we move forward. Aaron, are you starting to get your uh, game face on for the fall football season? Are you starting to kind of get ready? Uh, I know you love a good 7 a.m. start. That means you're up there probably by about 6.15 or 6.30 <laughs> uh, after generally staying up till 2 or 3 in the morning. Uh, that's usually kind of like an early bedtime for you. Uh, are you starting to get in the mood for football? Yeah, once uh, once the Cowboys open training camp, I consider that the kind of official start of football season for me. That's when things usually ramp up around here. And uh, next week is going to be exciting, to say the least. Yeah, I, uh, I think that is... Uh... I think that is absolutely right. Lots of uh, breaking news across the uh, sports world, and and yesterday we had all kinds of Cowboys news. We'll hear today from uh, from Mike McCarthy about four o'clock. We'll listen in because I think he sheds light on what he thinks about this team, what he expects. Aaron, are you fine? I mean, I I guess I'm okay with not playing starters in the preseason. I still kind of think that in a uh, in a warm up type game in a dress rehearsal, it's not all bad. That's not. I mean, that's not all. Uh, that's not a bad thing to get them involved uh, in a dress rehearsal type game. And in this day and age, that would be the second. That would probably be the next one coming up. Um, the thing is, Mike thinks he can get them ready. Uh, today, you know, like on these practices, and he doesn't even think they need the dual practice. And today and tomorrow are like the huge padded practice back in Oxnard. These preseason games are basically for Joe, uh, for uh, 
DeMarvian Overshone and and uh, Jabril Cox and young players, Mozzie Smith to get a look, uh, the great Deuce Vaughn. And um, uh, apparently, Aaron, we're hearing now, or a little earlier today, we heard from uh, – from Mike McCarthy, and uh, uh, he said that the coaching room erupted yesterday when they found out Zach Martin would be coming back to camp after getting his contract holdout settled. Aaron, it's kind of like when I get my my deals done up at Eminem Broadcasting. You can kind of hear people up and down the hall. Uh, erupting now, Aaron. It may be erupting in anger. <laughs> I don't know if it's quite like it is with Zach Martin. Um, according to Mike McCarthy, Aaron, there were a quote. There were a lot of high fives and hugs. A lot of high fives and hugs. I love that. I, I kind of like the. I kind of like that kind of session breaking out, um, and. You know, I, I think Martin probably won the, the stare-down contest, but I think everybody's okay uh, with with all of this, the way it all came down, and they're just glad to see Zach Martin back at camp. Now, what is the plan for Zach? Because there's no way they're going to try to throw him into a preseason-type game. Um, I, you know, that, that's going to be, that'll be interesting to just kind of see how they bring him on. There'll be some, uh, conditioning that they have to do. Um, and they, uh, they want to begin with some individual drills this week and, um, and then he'll be able to work into what they call the team drills, which obviously is the 11 on 11, uh, when they return to Dallas McCarthy quoted today saying, He's been training, so he just wants to get in his pads and get moving. We'll see how that goes and maybe do a little more tomorrow. We're going to be smart with him. McCarthy was asked also, would he, was he ever uh, worried about Martin not being at camp? He said, quote, that would be a hypothetical. I'm very happy he's here. I'm so happy that that's past us. All right, so that is uh, uh, some of the news coming out of Cowboys camp as well. There was big news today, Aaron, as um, maybe I'm trying to remember exactly when this, I guess it was today's news conference. It was announced that Anthony Richardson, the number four overall pick, will indeed be the Colts' starter. Uh, Indianapolis listed Richardson and veteran Gardner Minshew as the team's starting quarterback on its unofficial depth chart leading into the preseason opener. Minshew will be the backup in the regular season. This is the quote, Aaron, from uh, (laughs) from, uh, Anthony Richardson. I'm excited to see him play. I'm excited to see how it goes this year. He said, quote, Honestly, I was shocked. Um, and Minshew said of the decision, this is his franchise. Whoa, whoa. Um, Richardson was 7 of 12 for 67 yards and an interception 
with a 39.2 passer rating in the Colts' preseason loss to Buffalo last week. He also rushed for seven yards on two carries. Aaron, of all the rookies and all the young guys taking over, even let's count the man in Green Bay. Like, where where does Richardson stand in terms of who you're most excited about? Uh, because I'm kind of I'm kind of ready for this. I I I'm I, this this one gets my juices flowing a little bit. Anthony Richardson, a very unbelievable athlete. Uh, we just do not. I mean, it's not like he just took over college football, but he's got um, great measurables, great athleticism, can throw it. I didn't think he would be ready this quickly, and yet. Here we are with Anthony Richardson being named the starter in Indy. I would not recommend Aaron on any of your fantasy teams getting him involved uh, at all. I think I'd let that play out for a little bit. But oh, um, no, I'm going to have him on uh, my team. Anthony Richardson, really? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, he, he's, he's going to – you'll be able to get him not mm. in double-digit rounds a lot of times. That'll move up. But he's going to – I mean, he's – the odds of him not rushing for a thousand yards, I think, are pretty low. If he does anything passing, he's going to have an outstanding year, and the, and the rushing just gives him a great floor. Like he's going to score points every game. He just has to do something with his arm and not throw a lot of interceptions, which could happen. What's the most? What's the most yards Lamar Jackson has run for? In a season, I'm just trying to think. That that's interesting that you say that. Like how for running backs, a thousand isn't that big of a deal anymore. I'm just trying to think like how hard that is for a quarterback to surpass that. But that's that's interesting to me because in my mind, I did not see him doing that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if they're going to dial his number up a bunch, then he would have that opportunity. Uh, but but when you say that, that makes me think of Lamar Jackson. And now, I mean, I, I again, I think it's exciting, but, man. Uh, go, go ahead, Aaron. What do you have? Yeah, Lamar Jackson holds the rushing record for quarterbacks, 1,206 yards. Mm-hmm. There's, been, there's only been 4,000-yard rushing season by quarterbacks. Wow. Um, two by Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields last year, and Michael Vick. <laughs> Um, most of those, though, were with the 16-game schedule. Yeah. He stays healthy, he gets the extra game. There's about five or six more in the nine in the 900 range. So, I mean, it's it would be a significant accomplishment if he yeah. rushed for 1,000 yards, obviously. I, I really think he's going to, though. Wow. Yeah, that's what – when you said that, I thought, man, I and only four – have done that for quarterbacks. That is very interesting. Uh, last night, unbelievable performance by Max Scherzer. It helps when your team early on stakes you to a 5 nothing lead. It only got more and more. Adolis Garcia poking balls out of there. Simeon uh, right down the line. You know, I'm watching uh, Seager's swing looks so awesome right now. Always has a nice-looking swing, but he's on everything. Everything about his swing is beautiful. He hit one. He had a 
uh, ground rule double. That was just, I mean, he just smoked it. And uh, there, there, I mean, the ball, it's just, Aaron, that trade pumped so much life back into this uh, organization and this team. And I did hear from John Daniels, the former GM, yesterday. Actually, during the show, Aaron, we were texting. And um, and John, uh, who is re- helping out, what organization is that, Aaron? He's he's who is he helping? He's he's helping with another organization right now. But his family and everybody's living in the Metroplex. But John was uh, he's kind of stoked to see that. Some of the guys he put on this path and some of the players that, uh, you know, he brought in or he helped sign are performing so well. So I, I think a lot of people were kind of ready to see John Daniels go, and I understand that. But, I mean, I think some of the players on this team, uh, and including, I mean, he was still in charge technically when they brought in uh, Simeon and Seeger. So let's keep that in mind. But we'll have John on sometime, and I think we could have an interesting discussion about how all this has come down. Here's Scherzer's line from last night. Seven innings pitched, allows one hit, no runs, zero earned runs, and uh, one walk and 11 strikeouts. Night before, Dane Dunning um, throws tw- has 12 Ks, Aaron, I'm noticing now, and I hear it on the Rangers broadcast, people are calling those punchies. I don't like that. No. I don't, and, and it's it's starting to, I don't know if this came from Sports Center. That used to be where some of this stuff would come from, but it's spreading throughout the, like, majors because I'm seeing it written, and I'm hearing the Rangers broadcasters, like, say the word punchies for strikeouts. I, that's That's weird to me. Aaron, you're not embracing that either. No, I okay. I, I heard it once, and I was like, "No, yeah, I, I don't like it at all." They're calling them punchies. Yeah, I heard uh, CJ. How we say that? Natowski and uh, Nitkowski, Natowski and and uh, our man Dave Raymond, who's on with us, uh, say that. So let's get away from that. Uh, Aaron Scherzer is just phenomenal right now. He's in a great place. He's rolling. He's getting the run support that he needs. Um, I mean, it, this team is a lot of fun. And then uh, it's fun to see the young Martinez. Aaron, he played so well over the weekend, they didn't send him down. They optioned some other folks out when they had to bring Jankowski back. They leave Martinez with the big league club, and they just keep putting him in the lineup had two more hits last night, and uh, and then he got the Gatorade bath. Got the Gatorade bath. I like that because, I mean, honestly, I think Simeon was the player of the game. He probably deserved the Gatorade bath or the player of the game, but they let Martinez do it for TV last night, and uh, I think I'm totally fine with that. And the other good news is the Astros – well, good news for Rangers fans. Astros lost – and uh, Rangers have a three-and-a-half game lead. Aaron, I know, like a lot of Rangers fans, you're probably thinking back to what happened Sunday in San Francisco and thinking what it could be right now. Uh, could be a situation where you're really starting to put the Astros in a bad spot. But Aaron, three-and-a-half, 
with with the schedules. Now, the Astros have a very easy schedule the rest of the way. In fact, I think I looked. They have either the 22nd or 27th easiest schedule. Rangers do not have an easy schedule. Rangers have, I don't know, it's top 10 toughest. Let's call it seven or eight. I just saw this stat the other day. Um, but, Aaron, I while three and a half isn't like lockdown, this thing's over, man, three and a half's kind of nice because you can get you can get three and a half to five in a hurry. If you hover for a little while, three and a half, you're fine. Astros falter right now. Uh, you could start thinking about shutting the door on them. And I, I kind of think if you get this thing to five, Astros get in a bad place mentally because you bring in Verlander. Fromber has the uh, has the big uh, uh, no hitter right after the deal was done. A lot of momentum, and right now they're looking a little on the shaky side. The Astros are as the as the uh, Rangers take a three and a half game lead. Uh, next game with the Angels is tonight. Uh, that'll be right here on ESPN Central Texas. And the lineup's out. We'll have more on that later. But next, big-time guest, the head volleyball coach for the Baylor Bears, Ryan McGuire, returns to the Mosley Show next. The excitement of the new Baylor Athletic season is here, and we're ready to celebrate at our annual Meet the Bears event. It's Saturday, August 26th at 2 p.m. inside McLean Stadium. The event is free to the Baylor family, and you'll be able to meet the teams on the concourse and get autographs from your favorite Bears. Fans can buy gear, have fun in our kids' zone, get an exclusive football ticket deal, and sign up for the Cup Club all at Meet the Bears, Saturday, August 26th, 2 p.m. at McLean Stadium. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At the Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. My house has a new I love my windows, universal windows direct. 
Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes. And remember, we're just RV away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Qualifications and rules apply. See Genco FCU for detail. Warning, free Genco Casasa checking may lead to a rise in disposable income due to cash back on everyday debit card purchases, refunds on ATM fees, and eliminations of so-called service fees. Increased satisfaction may result while operating your Genco debit card. If you suffer from chronic money loss, search for help at any Genco branch office. This has been a financial health advisory, courtesy of Genco FCU. My money, my future, my Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Okay. We are attempting to get Ryan McGuire uh, on the phone. Baylor Volleyball. Uh, and because they got we got big news with the volleyball team. Got the green and gold game coming up. Um, and uh, I'm going to tell. I'm going to let our, our folks know over there. Madeline does such a great job. All the information she provides volleyball program and um we are uh, endeavoring to get on with ryan mcguire as we uh as we speak and we will try to have him on big news today with the uh, uh with the uh volleyball program uh the avca the volleyball preseason polls out number 15 in the country your Baylor Bears. All right, number 15 in the country. Ryan might have may, maybe wanted me, me to bring that up before I delve too far into, uh, into anything as we uh, attempt to uh, get him on the show. Uh, and uh, we'll have him on soon. This is cool. There's some stuff on social media they do. And uh, 
Oh, you know, like a life in the day of a of a Baylor volleyball player. The one I was, uh, Kendall Stowers, big time player for the Bears, and uh, they kind of take a look at what that's like during the day, how much they're practicing, how much they're studying. And Aaron, if they put like cameras on me when I was at Baylor, I would have been faking it, like trying to act like I was studying a lot. I think Kendall probably does put a lot of study time in there. And um, I'm, I'm, I tell you, it's fun to uh, – I, I was just looking at – they. you know, sometimes they'll have former players come back. And uh, Yossi, we called her, Y-O-S-S-I-A-N-A, one of the greatest leapers, probably the greatest leaper in Baylor volleyball history. Um, she was back out the other day doing some stuff, doing her thing, slamming it. Oh, my, my gosh, she's got to be involved in professional volleyball, I would think. Uh, but really interesting things about this team, zero seniors and six freshmen. Uh, one of the youngest teams to date. But the Bears are looking for their eighth consecutive 21 season and a fifth straight trip to the NCAA tournament Sweet 16. This man loves, he just, he kind of likes to, hey, let's let Mosley talk about me for a while before I actually get ready to come out. Mo, maybe Mosley can vamp for a little bit. He knows I can. Ryan McGuire. Now joining the show in progress, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Ryan, welcome to the program. Matt, thanks for having me. You are a rock star. Sorry for the delay. We uh, were just getting into practice. Saw Setter drop her hands, ran out to say something, and missed missed my call. But uh, so blessed <laughs> to be on with you guys. Thanks, thanks for having me. How are we looking out there? I mean, how are these practices? I mean, you... You've scheduled a lot of these practices during our show time, and uh, and so I I always I would love to sneak in there and watch a little bit of this. But I understand that this green and gold match coming up tomorrow, uh, fans can come in there for free. You don't even have to have like a a special Mosley credential. You just come rolling into the Farrell Center and can watch this team get after it. Green versus gold. Um, is that, uh, I'm, I'm sure that'll be kind of fun to, to get some fans in there and, and maybe, uh, maybe get the juices flowing a little bit. Yeah. Always a fun time to let, you know, the girls get to put the jerseys on for the first time, especially a young team. Uh, we really use that as a big evaluation as we're thinking about lineups and rotations and who plays best next to who. And, um, <clears throat> It's game time, so those those are the metrics and the things that we measure most. But, uh, hey, you're welcome any practice. Our practices are open all the time. Heckle me or cheer us on, whatever, whatever you want. Man, I would never. Um, I would never heckle uh, you. I heckled some SFA basketball team one time a few years back. And, you know, in a good – just having fun. And they were kind of laughing and stuff. I sat behind the bench. Um as a fan, not as a media person, and in SFA won at the buzzer, and I, have, I I thought to myself, I will never, I will never, even in good natured type heckling, I will never engage in this again, because as the winning bucket went through in basketball, the entire team and coaching staff turned around to me, 
you know, and so it was uh, <laughs> it was kind of a funny, funny moment. But uh, my heckling days were over at that point. Boy, that had to bring back memories. Four days ago, I was seeing pictures of the great Yossi, Yossiana uh, Presley out there. Um, uh, boy, you can follow her, by the way, on uh, Twitter, uh, Yossi Presley, at Yossiana22. But that's kind of neat to see her out there uh, getting with it. It, does, it did not look like she'd lost anything in some of the footage that I, I saw. No, it was great to have her back in the gym, and uh, the timing was great. You know, we did a drill called Dragon Fire, and it's, hey, we got we got to rip the ball as hard as we can, and each team's got to work to make sure they're doing that every single swing. If not, they reset, and I think for them, just see how uh, how Yossi got after the ball and made sure that that's the mentality having is, uh, was good for our team, and, and I think there's been a good carryover for our girls in being able to be be more aggressive and more terminal of scores. All right, now what do you? How do you treat these uh, games coming up? Um, we just talked about the green and gold game, but you got an exhibition with the Aggies. Um, I mean that that thing we've talked about it before. That Wisconsin Minnesota uh, that that whole scene. I mean these are great great teams. Do you kind of have to – is it just a great measuring stick opportunity for you? Um, how much do you read in to some of those type games? Because, boy, you're loaded up early. Yeah, I think I think this A&M exhibition is us trying to be looking at what, what our starting lineup is going to look at and make sure we shore up any areas coming out of that match that need to be tougher. Uh, I think Paul came out today, Wisconsin sitting there at number two. Uh, Minnesota's up there, top ten somewhere as well. So those are uh, some, some good teams, good programs. So that's where we want to be at the end of the year. And you know, I look forward to that being a chance to, to beat them. I think we take the game the right way. So it's it's really, I think, early on who can uh, sustain what they're doing. You know, volleyball's just pass that hit, and so who who can pass that hit more often than the other team? normally is, is going to win and not have a bad pass or a bad set or, or take your swings out of bounds too much. So I think if early on we can play consistent, uh, we, we, sh- we should be in the mix with some of these good teams. But it's first time probably my whole team to play at Minnesota uh, with, with this group. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Ryan McGuire on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, what did you think about your – Number 15 ranking. You're no stranger to high rankings. Um, you've been ranked somewhere around there or a little better than that, I would say, for several years now. Did that seem, in your mind, about right? Did that seem a little low to you? How did that, uh, how did that hit you when, you when you saw that ranking come out earlier today? Yeah, it's probably about right. It's, it's something we can't control, and it's, it's other people's opinions, but uh, you know, that's how the people felt about us at the end of the year, going to Sweet 16. That's where we finished, and it's kind of where we started. So that that part makes sense. This team's a lot different. Like I said, our freshmen are a little bit more seasoned. And then, um, you know, not having the fifth-year seniors, we we got to make sure everyone plays a lot more experience. So uh, that's a starting point. What You know, what I like is that, you know, Rice, we play, is in top 25. Ohio State, top 25. Washington State, top 25. You just mentioned Minnesota, Wisconsin, um, also top 25. 
And then you look at Texas, you know, in our conference, ranked one to start. And uh, TCU, Kansas, Iowa State were all in there receiving votes. So it's it's a difficult schedule, but it, it'll make us battle ready when the time comes. What's the toughest road environment in this uh, conference? I'd have to say going to Minnesota and some of those schools up in the Big Ten, some really, really tough environments. What's the uh, – what? who has the uh, – uh, you know, when you leave Waco – who has the, the best crowd? And, of course, we'll get to know some of these new schools this year uh, that are on the schedule. Yeah, you know, Texas at Gregory keeps it full. They they yeah keep those fans, you know, with the shirts off and painted right on top of the court there. So uh, I think for, for some programs that can be intimidating. And then uh, BYU, you know, our girls haven't played there. BYU does a really good job filling it in same thing where they're they're pushing the uh, the crowd right on top of the the courts um, my men's teams back in the day played there a lot and you know the fans can almost block your serve you know and they're getting ready to top spin jump serve so those kind of distractions are a little unique as well so uh th- those two are good but you know kansas band gets after it iowa state's uh big and loud so i, I think each venue's got a little bit different personality to it all right, and, and I always love to ask you about your like most explosive players. I, I'm hearing that Allie Check is, uh, I mean, you know, it's tough. Nobody really uh, wants to be across the net from her. Is that? Uh, tell me about Allie and, and just her progression and uh, what your expectations uh, are for her this season. Yeah, really expecting her to be a go-to player for us uh, this year to not only terminate in-system, you know, off the good passes, but maybe uh, clean things up if our passes or digs aren't going there. She's really elevating extremely well, so she can in- impact the game with her arm. And, uh, again, last year, freshman year, just getting acclimated in uh, making all conferences really cool, as well as all freshman team. Uh, her block's imposing as well. So she's, she's been one of the best blockers we've had come through the program over there on the right side. Um, if you remember, Marika did great things for us as a lefty. And uh, once Marika got the blocking down, it kind of changed things for us. But I, I think Ali Check's been, been even farther along there. So to have her arm and block has, has been really good. All right. And how do you, you know, your captains without any seniors, it's a really interesting situation. You need some of your younger players to step up. Uh, but you, 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 don't, you don't seem to worry too much about, oh, we don't have senior leadership or that kind of thing. And even a couple of months ago when we talked, uh, you liked some of these uh, summer workouts and the way some of your uh, your players were showing leadership. Who's kind of – who's taking the lead right now on your on your squad in that uh, in that regard? Yeah, I, I really am pleased with this group. Uh, we feel the best leaders are the biggest servants. And so really collectively as a team, they're all – picking it up we, we talk about our players owning the culture so in practices and drills it's kind of hey is, is it the coaches leading the drill or is it the players leading the drill and having the vo- voice and and making the the improvements and so uh the expectation is for everyone to grow this is something i'm really excited about but i i could go through each player on the team and be like hey here's here's where ag has stepped up uh, she's done a really good job here's where lauren Bersenio has really stepped up here's where elise mcgee has uh, really stepped up. Allie Check has done it. Sophia Keene, 
the setters being more commanding on, on the court. Um, you know, our ninjas, our defensive specialists really getting after it and fighting hard. So it's uh, it's been fun and exciting just, just to see the, the maturity and the growth in these athletes, and it's making us a better volleyball team. All right, and uh, Ryan McGuire, Baylor volleyball coach, three wins away from being the winningest coach in Baylor volleyball history. So that's kind of fun. I know you don't, uh, you're not someone to make it about yourself, but that's a uh, that is a really cool thing for the program and you. And uh, so Ryan, let's get let's just get to that like right away, right? We can't count the A and M game, I don't guess, since it's technically an exhibition. But uh, won't you just win those first three, and let's just let's just kind of knock that uh, milestone out of the way. Uh, that sounds great. I had absolutely no idea until you just brought it up now. But uh, yeah, if we could go sweep Wisconsin, Minnesota, and then do it at home versus Rice, that'd be cool. Uh, Baylor is family, and it feels like home. And, and so, you know, accolades and awards are fun. But I, I think to do it at a place you love kind of helps solidify the memories and makes it more more cherishable. And so, uh, to be a part of such a great place, and um, yeah, honored to have the opportunity. Yeah, well, so we think you think we can keep you for a little while, perhaps for a few more years, yeah, maybe. You know, I, I I want my kids to go to school here, and so my oldest is a freshman, my youngest is in ninth grade. So, at the very least, I I got eight years, you know, former years of uh, high school, former years of college for a writer, my youngest. <laughs> this is a family. You, this is. Oh, go ahead. Well, even if I don't get a raise, I hope Max's not listening, but. Uh, that tuition remission is kind of like a raise, so that's, uh, that works out. <laughs> I've seen, boy, your your family likes to get out and explore the outdoors. Very uh, now, who's the? Uh, is there a? Is there a volleyball? Uh, is anybody passionate about volleyball in the family? What's uh, what's everybody? What's everybody's favorite thing to do? Is it sports or music or what are they? What's everybody into? Yeah, you know, my oldest is six seven. He really loves the sport. Uh, unfortunately, he had a, an accident where he almost lost his hand. So oh. uh, these amazing Baylor doctors put it together. But just, you know, to attack and swing at it's not good because he's got all these pins and screws and stuff in there. But he's helping us out as a manager and in the gym and loving it. But otherwise, he, he's in the EA, EA sports. So mm. that's his thing. My daughter's done horses, uh, high school soccer, theater. She uh, she wants to be a Hollywood stunt woman. She's a tough one. I, I thought <laughs> I thought first female quarterback in the NFL when she was born. We didn't quite land there, but um, and then my youngest rider is just he's our fun-loving whippersnapper and uh, brings something new every day. He's uh, he's in band and uh, theater theater as well. Yeah, man, that's a fun that's a fun group there. Six seven. My goodness, I bet that would be a little scary. Uh, to meet him at the uh, at the net. Well, this is uh, this going to be uh, a lot of fun, and I can hear the sounds in the background. By the way, how's the uh, how are your new assistant? You've got uh, uh, you, Joshua Walker was promoted to associate head coach, and then you added the third assistant, uh, George, who we've talked about uh, before. But is that how are the how's that all coming together? Everybody seemed to uh, everybody just fit in perfectly. Yeah, it really has been spectacular. You know, Coach Walker was was honored to go represent USA. So when Brasenio and Ali Check played that under nineteen junior national team, Coach Walker was on that coaching staff. So he's 
he's really respected well across the country, and, and we're fortunate to have him. Uh, our recruiting class in the future is really exciting. Jahida is doing a great job with that there. And, uh, you know, JP, uh, Jorge Pinate, we call him JP. He's, he's really working with our setters and, and on our offense. And, you know, we just left setters film, and they're, they're getting a lot from them. So really glad, uh, glad with my staff. And we have a lot of fun. We, uh, we did our staff retreat, and uh, we, we had a blast. And, you know, it's fun to work hard with people that you love. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, and uh, Jorge it is, all right, and uh, we'll, we'll know that. Uh, but uh, great, uh, great to visit with you, uh, and uh, good luck at the uh, Green and Gold game, and can't wait to get this season started as you all have some great uh, competition, but I think, uh, I think you'll be ready for it. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, and, and let's get you in the gym. Let's put some knee pads on. We'll hit some balls at you and have some fun. <laughs> he's breaking up i can't hear any i can't hear him anymore there he goes ryan mcguire oh my goodness yeah that that would definitely be interesting i think that's a great um, idea yeah that would be interesting put the knee pads on uh try to get a couple of digs i think ryan would be a little shocked there would be some things he would be impressed about my athleticism like perhaps on the tennis court but in a volleyball, I would really be – it's been too long. And the only time I ever did it was uh, sand volleyball. I think on the – I think in the, on the actual hard courts, it would be a uh, – it'd be a major struggle. And then, Aaron, you'd be out there rooting for me to just get, get facials. Oh, no. Just get, yes, just get hit right in the face. I'd have a big and go I, mostly I, sign in the, in the I, stand. I would only do it – if they would allow me to wear a helmet, like I would not do it without like a helmet or some head protection. I, I think I oh, think I don't volleyball. I think volleyball is pretty dangerous. I mean, I think they do it the right way and and all of that. But I think I think I would need head protection for sure. I would want to put something on, even like one of those whatever the boxers wear. I would not want to take one. Because uh, I've already been hit in the head enough in life, and I don't need, I don't need any more concussions. Aaron, how many concussions have you had? I you think had t- two. Two. One in little league, uh, covering home plate, and got slid into by a guy about three times my size, and then, <laughs> and then another um, in soccer, in junior high. Mm-hmm. I played football in junior high, but I didn't play enough. Mm-hmm. to ever really worry have to worry about any yeah. physical ailments. I, I assure but I you, think I, too. Did, I did not hit anybody hard enough to cause any concussions to myself or anything, but I did. I, junior high, I had some horrible collisions with one guy that ended up starting the offensive tackle for Louisiana Tech. <laughs> and I just remember trying to, as only I could, negotiate during practice with him kind of whispering like hey can you just i'll i'll you know i'll fall down if you'll just fake this if you just won't if you just won't crush me like i'll we i like i think i probably went up to him and rehearsed it like let's 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 rehearse how we're going to do this during practice where it looks like you know you knock me out uh because uh greg davidson was his name played at louisiana tech and was a monster uh six five 
about 305, probably played about 285 in high school. It was already a mountain of a man in junior high. Greg, are you out there listening? Check in with us on the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. A lot of uh, NFL news floating around. Let's take a peek around the league. Aaron and I will do it next in NFL Blitz. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. 
When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 48 months, or save $300. Now through September 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley Show, when you hear that music, you know that we're going to be looking at some NFL news and nuggets. Yesterday, we had Zach Martin back at practice. We had Zeke Elliott headed toward the Patriots. I mean, that's going to be interesting. I cannot wait to see Zeke. How does he look? Is that going to be weird? Aaron, I did like, and I'm sorry if I'm stepping on your toes, but I did think of you when I saw, and I think I even forwarded it to you. Um, uh, but I, I lo- you, you had commented on that whole Dalvin Cook thing. Like, oh, man, I wonder if this means, you know, Brees Hall, if, if his uh, injury's taken a while. Did you notice this morning who returned to practice for the Jets? It was none other than Brees Hall, the great running back, and he was very excited, and he rejoined his teammates. Isn't that interesting, Aaron, how things like that happen? It's <laughs> like uh, Dalvin Cook shows up. Brees is like, I think I'll, I think I'll probably maybe head on back out to practice here. And uh, uh, surely that was just a coincidence, Aaron, but I did, uh, I did think about you when I saw the great Brees Hall, who Aaron, I mean, went to Iowa State. I mean, is he, has Brees Hall already entered the pantheon of the best backs in the NFL? I mean, from year to year, I mean, I know McCaffrey's still good. I mean, Saquon, I guess, is still kind of hanging around that top five. Tony Pollard, top five back. Where's our man Brees, uh, who we love watching in college? Where's our man Brees Hall? In the uh, in in kind of the the pecking order of uh, of NFL backs, and I and I'm mainly talking about from a fantasy perspective. What do you think? Before he injured, before his knee and uh, had ACL surgery, he was fantastic. Like close to top five back mm. numbers, game in and game out. He was catching the ball out of the backfield. He was. Busting big runs. He just looks spectacular. Coming off the ACL, they, they usually come back pretty close to 100% from the, the if that's the first one. He's, if he's healthy, he's still a, close to a top 10 back, I would think. But usually coming back from ACL injuries, running backs just aren't the same that first year. Even if they come back quick, they, they just don't have the same uh, burst and the same kind of top-end speed for at least a year, even if they come back. So probably not this year, which is why they sound signed Dalvin Cook. All right. Um, very interesting background on the uh, running backs. Aaron, what do you have for us in today's episode of NFL Blitz? We'll start with some Cowboys news as they get ready to take on the Seahawks in a preseason game Saturday. They will more than likely be without a few young defenders doesn't seem like anything serious with any of them, but fourth round defensive end Viliami Fioko 
will miss the Jacksonville game because of a shoulder injury. He missed the Jacksonville game because of a shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Will also more than likely miss six weeks game against the Seahawks with that same injury. Nashawn Wright, the cornerback for the Cowboys, also will probably miss this Saturday's game with a, an injured right foot. And lastly, linebacker Malik Jefferson may play, actually. He's also returning from a foot injury that he suffered in the second half of last week's first preseason game. All right, and um, Aaron, I I do uh, just breaking news coming out of uh, Cowboys practice. Uh, Linebacker Micah Parsons um, had an early departure from today's practice. He left the session to have his left leg looked at by members of the training staff. Parson had the leg wrapped, but did not return to drills. After practice was over, Parson said uh, that he got kicked in his leg and that he was going for further evaluation. Um, I, I don't think, from what I'm reading between the lines here, anything too serious but you just don't like for him to uh, leave practice this comes to us from the Dallas Morning News um, and uh, I'm, I'm looking okay it looks like his whole lower leg there is from his kind of knee to his ankle he's got it all wrapped up um, Parsons was quoted saying to the morning news it's just something that happened to me. It's football. I'm not worried about it. All right. And uh, uh, he did not play against the Jags Saturday. Cowboys will face the Seahawks, as Aaron was talking about. Uh, Saturday, this coming Saturday, but, um, I mean, they're not playing their starters, so I think it would have been very surprising to see him involved at all. So, uh, very uh, interesting uh, stuff there coming out of Cowboys uh, training camp. Again, today and tomorrow's practices, according to Mike McCarthy, is supposed to be very, very important because those are padded practices in an environment he feels is best to get his team ready and to create the competition needed to get it ready. Uh, Aaron, this tells you everything you need to know about uh, like there's a thing on the Dallas Morning News website that has uh, like the most popular stories mm-hmm. of the day and it goes up and down. This thing happened literally like 15, 20 minutes ago and it's already by far the most popular story on the website. Aaron, you might say to yourself, uh, what second? <laughs> yeah, self? What is, uh, what's second on the Dallas Morning News's most popular stories. Oh, here you go, Aaron. Plano-based Brazilian steakhouse chain Fogo de Chao sold to Bain Capital. I mean, that doesn't really do anything for me. <laughs> I don't, you know, I like go, I like a good steak. I'm, I'm all for it. But I've, I'm not really one of these that's into the whole where they have it like hanging off a stick or something you know they'll come out and show it to you and they've got it all the stakes are kind of hanging on something and maybe i have that one wrong is that what fogo de chow does 
That just doesn't do that. Uh, I mean, again, I get why people enjoy that experience, but that does not do much for me. Like, if I want meat on a stick, I'll go get some beef jerky or something. I don't really want, like, my, I don't want to go pay 60 or 70 bucks for a steak, you know, and they, they come out and show it to me hanging off something. Just, it's strange, but some people love it, man. Some people cannot get enough of that. I Fogo. I agree channel. with you 100. percent I actually, okay. uh, f- uh, one of my best friends, surprised me with a birthday dinner at a similar place, you know, Brazilian steakhouse, and I liked it. But I was the same way. I was like, I did. In my mind, I was like, you know, I'd just rather have a ribeye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can just simplify it. I don't. I don't need ten different mm-hmm. guts. Let's just hope your friend's not listening right now. No, she's in Austin. Okay. Well, she could be listening on, on the web. Well, I don't think so. I, I mean, think she's, she's at work. She's in North Austin. We This signal goes way That's out That's very there. true, too. Yeah. yeah. Hope, let's hope she's not in Round Rock right now. Hello, Pflugerville. Hello, Round Rock. Uh, how are you guys doing out there? Hello, Dripping Springs. Um, all right, Aaron, what else do you have for us in the Blitz? Anthony Richardson, the number four overall pick in this year's NFL Draft will be the Colts' starting quarterback this season, Coach Shane Steichen announced today. The news comes after Richardson played an entire quarter of preseason action against the Buffalo Bills last Saturday. Richardson said he never saw it coming. He said, quote, honestly, I was shocked. I think he's the only one because I think most people assumed after they took him at number four that, and and after their GM said the only way he was going to get better with playing time that, he would probably be starting week one, and that looks like it's going to be the case, barring an injury. Yeah. I mean, Minshew has looked really good at times, but you take a guy fourth overall, you're kind of ready to turn him loose. And Aaron kind of caught me by surprise earlier today with his prediction that Anthony Richardson will run for 1,000 yards. The only thing I would say, Aaron, is I'm afraid, I don't know. I mean, part of me thinks you've got to protect him a little bit. I mean, I, I and, and Aaron said that four quarterbacks have done that. The one that's had the best season rushing was Lamar Jackson with over 1,200 yards a few years ago. Um, this will be interesting. But I, I, I'm all I'm pulling for it because I thought to myself, well, this guy's going to throw interceptions. He's not going to throw for a ton of yards. I would not take him as a fantasy quarterback. And Aaron said, whoa, 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 wait a second. And now I think Aaron's thinking about getting him late. But there's some thought that you could get some big-time benefit from him with all the rushing yards, maybe rushing touchdowns. All of that, depending on how your scoring is in your league. And I do find that interesting. But of all the young quarterbacks, I kind of want to see this guy get with it. Because I, I think there is – I don't see him being marginal, like our average. I see him as either being great or or really being bad. I This guy does not strike me as a middle ground type quarterback. I agree 100%. That's that's pretty much the conversation I've had with a couple of people about him. I was like, I think he if he obviously has to develop as a passer, but if he does, he's going to be phenomenal. But, yeah, there, I don't see him, if he's not great, going the 
Geno Smith route and being a backup for seven or eight years. I think that's definitely true. Speaking of running quarterbacks, when Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson throws a touchdown pass this season, there's a chance it will come on a route that he suggested. One of the biggest changes in the Ravens' first season under new offensive coordinator Todd Munkin is freedom and input from Jackson, in addition to giving Jackson the leeway to audible, which he didn't have before. Baltimore is using plays that Jackson has sent to the coaching staff, which sounds like a pretty good idea to cater your offense around the uh, best talent on the offense. It's kind of surprising that they haven't already been doing that. Yeah, I do. I That is really interesting that uh, – yeah, I, 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 I do. I, the, all of that, uh, to me, is uh, really grabs my attention uh, in thinking how they're going to handle that whole situation. And uh, Aaron, a, a reminder to our folks, Mike McCarthy, more and more. we got some Mike McCarthy news, uh, and we're going to hear from Mike, sound off on the players and, uh, and, and the whole uh, Zach Martin situation. He said something today on that. But uh, the Martin news came down yesterday, and uh, Mike has sounded off on that today. But he also talked about the players and his philosophy for why he's not playing these guys in the preseason. Let's hear a little bit from the great Mike McCarthy, the play caller extraordinaire. He shook off the rust, called some good plays, dialed up the great deuce. And Aaron, by the way, a man who watched Deuce Vaughn play in high school and watched Midway do some good things against Deuce Vaughn, our own Sean Hunt from UBO, UBEO.com, UBO Business Services. Aaron, I had a big announcement to make. UBO has re-signed with the Matt Mosley Show. We have re-upped, and we have done a very like a Pat Mahomes-type deal. 10-year contract extension. 10 years. I will not be releasing the financial terms. I will say it's not the $45 billion that Mahomes is getting a year, but, boy, UBO, if they needed to pony up for that, they could. Strong organization, and they do a wonderful job. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate you, and uh, always love that you're out there listening to us. All right, let's, uh, let's peek in and hear... What our own, what uh, Mike McCarthy, head football coach for the Dallas Cowboys, had to say yesterday about the Cowboys' performance, and then moving forward, this is a huge week of training camp. All that coming up next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. 
After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks, live from Lumen Field on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder, hip, or back? Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Matt Mosley of ESPN Central Texas. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to and zero downtime. QC Kinetics, a nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you've had pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option that you need to check out. And the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics now, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of Diamore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. Diamore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. Diamore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes, and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing DMRA Fine Jewelers. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. We've already had some fun times and uh, good interviews, good information, and a man that uh, has done some play-by-play work for Baylor 
and now ESPN has hired him to, I believe, a multi-year contract. Pete Sousa uh, will uh, will be uh, joining us, and uh, Pete will join us at about five o'clock today. And uh, interesting guy, um, who's uh, man been doing a lot of basketball. I think he's going to be involved in football this year, and we'll uh, visit with uh, Pete. You know who he looks like, Aaron? Is that guy who's the uh, who's the college basketball announcer for uh, Army? Uh, he played at Army, played basketball, and now he's like a ESPN. Oh, Chris Spatola. When I see, you'll have to see if you see that too, Aaron. Pete, maybe it's he's got some stubble or something. Let's look at here. He just kind of has a Chris Spatola look about him. But uh, Pete does a nice job, and uh, he's uh, he's filled in and done some really good work when uh, when John Morris is uh, doing another sport or needs to be somewhere. And uh, we've really appreciated Pete's work and hearing him. And uh, he is uh, he just keeps moving up, man, and uh, doing all kinds of guest speaking. And he just celebrated coming up on 12 years uh, of uh, sobriety. So we'll talk to him a little bit about that, uh, which has uh, caused an enormous change for the better in his uh, in his life. Um, so lots to uh, lots to get to. We'll do that at 5. A reminder, 440 is Campus Confidential. And, uh, Aaron, all this, in, all this NFL talk we do, do you think if our man Drake Toll jumps on with us sometimes, Aaron, do you think he'll be able to – I hope he's got brushed up on his NFL. He's got he's – got, he's doing a Big 12 podcast, Locked On Big 12 podcast, does some great work. On college athletics, we're gonna we're gonna put him to the test because he's gonna have to talk some major cowboys, all right? And gotta get him gotta get him rolling on that uh, on that front. Uh, all right, Aaron, let's do this. Let's listen to a little bit of uh, speaking of cowboys, Mike McCarthy. I thought he shared some interesting things on some of the young players for the cowboys, and then his philosophy on why he's not playing these starters in the preseason. Uh, here, is, uh, here is Mike McCarthy. I thought this was a particularly uh, interesting, uh, interesting uh, some moments for Mike from yesterday's, uh, yesterday's uh, news conference. Here he is. Prior to the Telegram, I know you said all the right things when Zach wasn't here about his business, but now that he's back, how do you feel about him being back? Oh, no, it was great to get back. I mean, you know, we got the news yesterday in the offensive staff um, meeting. I'm in the room erupted. So um, there's been a lot of high fives and hugs all day and night yesterday, you know, once he got in. And, but yeah, I think that shows you what he means to us and what he means to our football team and, you know, especially offense. So, um, but it is business, you know, that's, that this is part of our. This part of our industry, uh, but you know, we're about connecting and what we need to do to win, and he's a big part of that. Mike Todd Archery, ESPN. How does he make guys around him better? Oh, I mean, so many ways, on and off the field. Um, you know, just the way he trains, the way he prepares. Um, his training's top notch. I mean, he's super consistent, uh, humble. He, he 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 pays it forward. You know, he helps the young guys. So has excellent relationships throughout the building. Uh, so, and other than that, when he puts his hand in the ground, he's really good. So, I mean, he, he, you know, he just does everything right. 
Calvin Watkins, Dallas Morning News. Is the timing of it almost perfect for you guys in terms of him coming here? And I don't know if he'll practice tomorrow or not, but the timing. Well, yeah, I mean, the goal for, for Zach is, you know, we'll ramp him up through through individual. So, you know, I, I think you, you, you can understand, you know, he's been training. Uh, so he just wants to get in his pads and get, get moving. Um, you know, so that's where we'll start today. And, we'll, you know, we'll see how that goes and maybe do a little more tomorrow. And so, yeah, but, but we'll, you know, we're, we're going to be smart with him. The younger guys miss seeing him every day out here. Well, I, I think any time you sit there, you know, it just starts in the spring. I mean, you're going through the examples. I mean, you install the runs, you install a protection, and you know, a very high percentage of time, he's he's part of that, you know, teaching rail. So, um, and then, you know, obviously his reputation, his presence in the locker room, leadership council, all those things. So, yeah, that, that's it's very beneficial to his teammates, but especially our young guys. I mean, he's an incredible example. All right, you're listening to Mike McCarthy's uh, news conference and reacting to what it means to have Zach Martin back with the Cowboys. You heard that his the in the coaching room, everyone erupted, uh, and and he's going over some of the things that Zach is able to do. Zach Martin, I don't know if you would say he's still the best guard in the NFL. He's a top three or four guard in the NFL. Uh, one of the great leaders, and he's a huge missing piece when he's out. Josh Ball, some of the others, Farniak, whoever it was, did a fine job trying to fill in, but they just don't function well when he's out. Um, I think Tyler Smith, who's come on strong, Tyron Smith, I mean, they, they, they all, everybody just works better. Terrence Steele, whoever you want to name on that uh, offensive line, they just all play better. And everything kind of comes biotish as well when uh, Zach Martin is in there. And uh, you can hear how excited McCarthy is to have Zach Martin back. All right, we'll continue hearing from uh, Mike McCarthy as uh, he sounds off on the Cowboys. Uh, did you ever worry about him not being here, not getting here? That'd be hypothetical, Clarence. So I'm very happy he's here. I'm so happy that that's past us. So How much did he miss? Or did he miss anything? No, I mean, just, you know, speak, talking yesterday, and I think it just shows you how he's wired, you know, because, you know, he missed some time. You know, in the in the off season program, just you know, some things. But he's been in all the walkthroughs. You know, he's he's been on top of everything. So, you know, he, he's just excited to to get this week. Um, you know, get it buttoned up, and then you know, get into some live you know live drills next week, hopefully. So. Brad Cowboys Radio. Now that he's here, yes. How does it influence the way you look at ball? Well, I mean, it doesn't influence uh, how we look at Josh Ball or, or anybody any differently. I mean, it's, you know, I, I think you know, Josh has been given, a, given an incredible opportunity for the number of reps that he's been given. Uh, so, you know, I just think like anything, you know, based on how we're playing games, how we're practicing, particularly today and tomorrow, um, you know, there's there's goals and expectations in, in each and every practice. So, you know, today we want to get a, a, as much work as we can with our, with our first group. So, um, and, and Josh will be part of that today. Still. Yeah, I ask that because if we, we all know that uh, unexpected things happen in contract situations. Yes. So would you not have had to have been looking at Ball both as a backup and evaluating him as a potential starter if you needed if Zach didn't come in, which you don't have to do now? 
Well, I just think, you know, just, and it's not, this is not specific to this particular situation, but the, the general philosophy, and, and it's just what, it's the reason why you practice the way you do, is it's the next man up. I mean, everybody has to be ready to go. And in particular, when you get into, you know, roster development, you're, you're looking for players that, that, have, that can play dual roles or, you know, have, hopefully maybe even have three roles. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, we weren't there. I mean, we, we were trying to install our offense and giving our guys as much you know, opportunity as possible. Today is it was, will be kind of our final install day. Uh, so we're going back and clean some things up from the first eight. And, uh, so we'll work those today and then we'll work heavy situations tomorrow. But that's, you know, that's where we're starting to transition um, offensively. Hey, Harris, DallasCowboys.com. Uh, the offense going against the Jacksonville first team defense to start the game on Saturday. How important was it for that offensive line, and what do you think they learned from that? Great experience. I mean, what an incredible opportunity. Um, you know, just going into it, uh, we were real excited for those guys. You know, and I think if, you know, ifs and buts were nuts, it'd be Christmas all the time. I get that. But I, I think you have to really look when you look at the video. There, I mean, there's some, there's some really good football that a player two, we're player two away from being in a position to score. You know, we obviously get the turnover right away. So, but the reality of it is th those mistakes are, are really good, you know, reps now to learn from. Uh, but it's it's a really good experience for those guys. Mike, with John Stevens, obviously was a receiver. How do you know a guy is going to be a willing blocker when you make that move to put him at tight end? How do you, how do you know? Yeah, how, like what makes it okay? He, he, he'll be a he'll be a guy that can get some blocking. Well, I mean, you look at his play style. You, you know, you, you look you look at his leverage points. I mean, the, 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 you know, has, has he been asked to use them? I mean, what, what does he have coming in here? Everybody has a starting point. Uh, but at the end of the day, you you break down every every young guy in there because you know every team has a certain way. You, you know, you do footwork. And hand placement and those things and how to, how it's fit you know how it fits together in the run blocking you know scheme of it and no different pass protection but you, you look at his skill set I mean you, you could see you know we talked about him in the spring I mean he's he, you know I know we're only in helmets then but he he's definitely brings a lot to the table I mean he's just young he's just young and he needs to work how is he adapting as well? still he's doing good he's doing good getting better all right um, talking about John Stevens. And, and we heard about him when we were out there. Uh, ESPN Central Texas was out there on the ground with the Cowboys. They call him Stretch Stevens. Big number 49 for the Cowboys. He made a, he made a touchdown catch in that game the other day. He's a big target. He's an undrafted free agent. Again, used to play wide receiver and uh, rookie. And he actually just looks like he can play. And um, I thought Jake Ferguson, the uh, Cowboys starting tight end, when he brought up Stevens, was just bragging on his teammates. Turns out he was absolutely right. Stevens looks like a player. He looks like a guy who, if even if he doesn't make the team, will certainly be on the, uh, the practice squad. We are listening to Mike McCarthy uh, talk about some of the players, talk about uh, you know Saturday's preseason game, and then we just heard him reacting to Zach Martin being back. Let's listen to a little bit more of uh, Mike McCarthy. Christy Scales, Cowboys Radio. In regards to the staff's approach to a preseason game and the young guys, last week you said going into the first game that it's almost like easier for the young guys as opposed to practice because you're putting in all the install and it's a little more pared back in the game. In preseason game two, is there a little more thrown at him? Well, you know, we'll really get to that Thursday. Um, so, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll try to keep it a little tighter if we can. Uh, but 
Yeah, it's uh, this is a challenging week. I mean, it's a huge review day today. Uh, there'll be a bunch of situational emphasis tomorrow. So, I mean, they're still being challenged, you know, mentally, and um, and, and that's part of it. You, you, you want you want training camp to be difficult, as difficult as you can make it, because then when you do get to the games, regular season, you know, the game plans seem simple, and, and that's what you want because you really want the players focusing on what they're doing full speed and and also being in tune with the other guy, how the other guy's lining up and what his mannerisms and just get more specific into, you know, how we're going to play. Uh, but right now we're we're really challenging them on, you know, what we're playing with. So, you know, I think it's two different realms, um, but I think it definitely it builds a foundation for the for the in-season work. Hey, Coach, Patrick Coffey, DallasCowboys.com. Ronald Jones with the groin injury. Will he do work today? And what are his odds for us, Seattle? Yeah, uh, the Ronald won't work today. He'll be he'll be in a limited fashion, so uh, he'll be he'll be with the early group. Did you surprise you by anything in the game? I mean, the way you play in the game looked like, you know, looked like the way you play at K-State, you know, so uh, I think it's just like anything. And every rookie goes through it. You know, the first time they get out there, you know, how fast do they play? You know, are they, you know, are they playing as fast as they can? Or are they playing as fast as they used to? I mean, I mean that's all part of, you know, crossing the threshold for, for first-year players. So, um, you know, his, his, which so, you know, obviously his talent speaks for itself, but uh, his, you know, his, the way he approaches it, he's, he's the same every day. He's a very, he's a very level personality. So, you know, that part of it, nothing's too big for him. I mean, it's uh, very bright, very instinctive, very aware, uh, know who, know, knows who he is, and he knows how to use his skills. So I, I thought he looked very comfortable out there. I guess I'm going to say, it's one thing to see it on tape, you can't stay, nothing to see it in person, you know, you see it for yourself. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, but you can see it out here. I mean, you know, he, he he's made plays out here that you go, whoa, you know. And I mean, the first thing I noticed standing behind the line is when you know, first time we ran in a you know a, a real team period in the um, in the padded work was you know D linemen, their hands and eyes are usually you know here, but you know now now they're you know, they can't find them. So um, and and that's that's an asset, and he knows it too. And I think his ability to accelerate creases, you know, he's he's hitting you know in, in his instincts and awareness. He's not waiting for the crease to open. He's in the crease as it comes together. And I, I think, you know, the you know the run run there, he had to start the second half. I mean, it shows that. All right. Um, I mean, that was – I like the um, the Deuce aspect of this, uh, Deuce Vaughn. And I I just don't think you can and, – and even like when we had Glenn Stretch-Smith on yesterday – it's hard to get a feel and be truly uh, to know what kind of impact somebody can have that's that small and looks that different than most running backs. Now, we've seen smaller running backs have success, 5'9", 5'10". Let's not act like Emmett and Barry and some of these guys were big, tall dudes, but they were taller than 5'5", five, five, what Deuce Vaughn is. I mean, it just you kind of like you. I think some people worry about pass – uh, you know, pick, uh, picking up blitzes and all that kind of stuff. Well, the truth is, if he's back there, hand the ball off to him. If he's got the ball in his hands, he's not having to pick up any blitz, not having to uh, block. So I, 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 some people kind of worry about that. But, man, when you see that production, that speed, that quickness, this really feels like more than just kind of a novelty-type item. And uh, when you look back to his hero, Darren Sproles, both at K-State 
and then in the NFL with the uh, Chargers. I mean, Sproles was just a matchup nightmare. And, you know, he, he it, Sproles knew who he was. He was never trying to be the man or be the number one back. But he was electric. And in his role, he was great. And I think Deuce Vaughn has that kind of ability, that kind of uh, talent. And you just you just have to create the proper plan and to use him the right way and put him in best position to succeed. I'm not saying everybody go out and get him on your fantasy team. I mean, I don't think he's going to score 10 touchdowns this year. But he's just – he will catch the ball uh, running. I mean, he's, he's just a fun, fun player, and he's a winning player with a tremendous attitude. And he's right now catching everybody's attention more than, honestly, Mozzie Smith, the first-round pick, Luke Schoonmaker, the second-round pick. He's got everybody's attention. Now, the third-round pick, DeMarvian – Overshawn has my attention. I'm kind of liking what I'm seeing from him. And he plugged a hole the other day on a, on a play early in that game on a run stop that was a great run fit. Like it, He got there in a hurry. He read it. And it makes you think maybe he could be more than special teams. Right now he needs to be a great special teams player to make this team. And, or he'll make the team, but to, to stay on the team. But he might do more than that. And Damon Clark and Jabril Cox, some of these guys, fun to watch. Got some good, pretty good linebacker play is what we're seeing. In fact, better linebackers, that's an area where the really good team like the Eagles lacks. I was just reading about their off-the-ball linebackers. They just don't – they've had to kind of go out and sign some people off the street. They're just – that's not a position they're great at. They're usually – tremendous up front on the edges and they just haven't been that great at linebacker they're still not that great at linebacker and they lost some players from that Super Bowl team so that'll be interesting to watch the personnel uh and then of course the Cowboys with their fatal flaw you hope it's not fatal but uh the kicking game the place kicker continues to be something I do not understand why they start each season with just like hey let's just Throw caution to the wind. This Aubrey guy was good in the USFL. Uh, we kind of enjoyed him Him there. He didn't miss many extra points. Let's let him be our kicker. I mean, it, it makes very little sense the way they approach something that can be so important for a team. And it, uh, it, it it's, it's hurt them and bit them in the past, and they could end up letting it happen again this season all right matt mosley's show aaron sexton alongside as always let's look at tonight's uh, rangers matchup we got a big time guest at five o'clock today that i'm excited to uh, introduce to you a big play-by-play guy who just signed a uh, a, a very lucrative contract we'll ask him how much he's making no we probably won't do that uh but pete souza will be uh, joining us at uh, 5 o'clock, straight up. It's going to be a fun day on the Matt Mosley Show. But next, let's talk some Rangers, and let's talk about what it feels like when you have a true ace because the Rangers have one. It's all next. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Your modern-day general store is McGregor General Store. They are an official Purina feed dealer, and they have deer protein, deer corn, and deer feeders. McGregor General Store has a large inventory of new fashionable clothing items for men and women. Serapi collection purses, bags, boots, shirts, and jeans from Wrangler, Ariat, and Cinch, and ladies' Ariat boots and roper shoes. Go by and say hello to Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor and at McGregorGeneralStore.com. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center. 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cnccollisioncenter.com and find them on Facebook. Elevate your career with a new job at Time Manufacturing Company. First, second, and third shifts are available. CNC machinists start at $21 an hour. Welders start at $22 an hour. And second and third shift differential is an additional $250 an hour. Time Manufacturing is a leading global manufacturer of vehicle-mounted aerial lifts, digger derricks, bucket trucks, and bridge inspection equipment. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. I do not like talking over there. Aaron, keep that going. Can we keep that going for a little bit? Yeah. I mean, it's a, the only issue. This is a pretty long intro on this song, and I do not like. I like to kind of let it play out. 
Oh man, right there. That was a uh, that was a that we were playing that the other night. We were we were naming songs around the house. We were playing some songs, and that one uh, came up. My daughter, anything after about 2014, she can crush us. Anything from about 1980 to 2000, we're in good shape. We can we can we can take her. But yeah, that's uh, that one right there was in my wheelhouse uh, uh, from growing up. I'm trying to think what we came out to football, uh, basketball-wise. I think we ran out, actually, to um, – I think we came out to Welcome to the Jungle, uh, which a lot of people did. But, uh, man, that, that one right there would uh, – I'd, I'd and that was good. We were the Lions. We were the Mighty Lions. So I think we had Welcome to the Jungle going, all right, it's a Mosley show. We're continuing on. And um, – I wanted to talk a little bit of Rangers with you, and uh, lineups are are set for tonight. Angels in town. Angels are in town. Seven oh five start. Six thirty on the pregame, and you can hear that right here on ESPN Central Texas. Our man Jordan Montgomery, the lefty, is on the mound. I mean, I the way Dane Dunning. Aaron, it, it is contagious. You know, some things in baseball, you're kind of like, ah, there's not really momentum. Like a big win doesn't always lead to more wins and everything. Good pitching, to me, though, does feel contagious. And once everybody got on a roll uh, lately in this rotation, Dunning's been incredible since they added these pitchers. Uh, Scherzer's been great here. Montgomery's done a nice job. I mean, it, it's... I do think there's some things. Aaron, the last 14 innings from Dunning and Scherzer, that would be 23 strikeouts, one earned run allowed. That's 14 innings. Um, and uh, I think our men Scherzer allowed one hit. I do think uh, Dunning did uh, spread around seven hits. So that's eight hits. Uh, 14 innings, 23 strikeouts. That's that'll win you a few ball games. Now let me walk you through tonight's lineup against the Angels. And sad news, by the way, if you're trying to watch Otani, which is always fun. Last night had an 0 for three. Didn't didn't do much at the plate with uh, maybe a strikeout or two. Uh, Otani was going to pitch Wednesday. He's not pitching anymore. Uh, he's got um, arms tired. Uh, and I do not have Aaron. You might take a peek at the Angels lineup. See if he's in the lineup tonight for them. You would expect him to be, unless they're giving him a rare night off. He's scheduled certainly. To, uh, the, the thought is he will not pitch Wednesday, but he'll be in the lineup DHing. Uh, we'll look at the Angels lineup. Aaron will take a peek at that and and make sure Otani, because I think people that are driving to the Metroplex from Central Texas. Man, part of the whole thing, you want to go see the Rangers, yeah. But you want to see Shohei Otani in the lineup. And uh, that's, a, that's a very exciting thing right now. Great to see Jonah Heim. Uh, okay, go ahead, Aaron. Uh, MLB.com has him in the lineup and batting second tonight, DHing. Okay. okay. He is DHing and in the lineup tonight. So if you're going to the game, you can see one of the greatest uh, players of his generation, and that is Shohei Otani. 
Um, Rangers going with what you've become accustomed to lately, especially with Young out, uh, Simeon, Seager, Lowe, Garcia, and they've been plugging our man Mitch Garver in there in that five-hole. He's DHing. Uh, Heim is catching. Great to see Jonah back catching again, and it's so great for the staff. I think uh, Scherzer had really has really enjoyed working with Garver, <clears throat> and I think Garver and Heim both can do a nice job behind the plate. Garver tends to hit better when he's in his catching gear, and that happens from time to time. Whatever reason, sometimes numbers are better for guys uh, uh, catching because when they DH, they just – they're sitting over there waiting for their turn to hit, and they don't feel as part of the game. And that has been the case at times with Mitch Garver. Tonight he's DHing, hitting fifth. Uh, Jonah Heim is is slated to hit sixth and catch. And our new man Martinez, uh, Tavares is out of the lineup tonight. Martinez will play center field, slick fielder, good base runner. He's kind of been fun, and they just can't. He's been so good they can't get him out of the lineup. Uh, Aaron, that's a guy who made his major league debut and they're just kind of like, well, this guy's so good right now. We really can't sit him down. Like they'd kind of like to ease him into things, but he's too good. So they're having to play him every night. And that's a great thing. Um, in the eight hole, uh, Zeke Duran, who's playing over at third for Josh Young. And then back in left after having a new child. And I think her name is Breland. Breland, I think I heard uh, Emily Jones say last night, Jankowski out there uh, roaming around left field with that long, flowing blonde hair. Montgomery on the bump tonight as the Rangers get going at 7.05. Aaron, that's the only problem. I was so excited to sit back and watch Scherzer and the Rangers, and I turned it over there in the fourth inning and it was already 5 nothing. Now, I mean, that's great for the Rangers. You want the Rangers to do well. But it just kind of, your viewing, it changes how much. And I kept it on and was doing some stuff while I did it. But, I mean, a, a closer game, you get dialed in. I got to say, Aaron, the pitch clock has worked beautifully. And I find myself way more engaged in these games because they're going quickly. I mean, a long game now is like two and a half hours. You don't you just not you're not seeing three hour games. If you are, it's almost they gotta be in extra innings. You're not seeing your normal three hour game that you used to see. I would say the average is about two twenty to two thirty. Um Aaron, are you enjoying the faster pace? I've not yet met anybody who's not. The only people who might not is like Max Scherzer in um, pitchers who have they you know some of them just because it's new and they haven't adjusted to it. Last night, Aaron, um, a, a guy got caught for a delay, and Scherzer struck out the side because of it. <laughs> I saw that he was not happy. He wanted to strike him at himself. Yeah, and I get that. Um, that I mean, it, it does seem kind of silly, but I guess they called a delay on the hitter, and that was his third strike. And, I mean, I almost feel like you should get some kind of warning or something. I hate a third strike being on the on a delay. Aaron, what did he do? Did he just not – I don't quite understand yet. I know the pitch clock because I can watch it. 
does the do you does the hitter get one timeout while he's up there? And like, what did he do? Did he step away? And he wasn't back in the batter's box in time. I think you have the pitcher has a fifteen seconds. I mean, the hitter should have a little time to move around, adjust himself a little bit. Um, did you notice that, Aaron? What? How do you? What do you have to? Um, what? How do you get a, a a strike called on you? You're just not in that batter's box in time, I guess. The uh, story that I that I found on it said that um, after strike two, Drury stepped out of the box to gather himself. After stepping back into the box moments later, uh, the home plate umpire called him for a batter pitch time violation, an automatic strike call. So I guess the umpire didn't grant him a timeout and the clock kept going. Oh, he thought he got a timeout, but the umpire didn't give it to him. I believe that's See, what I think the umpire could give the hitter the benefit of the doubt in that. Even the pitcher thinks that's kind of weak to take the to, the third strike. It was gonna be, he was trying to strike out the side. He was just trying to get it out. That's what he was trying to do. But he's trying to strike out the side, and he does strike out the side, but in some kind of weird fashion. And... Um, and that's what was called. Now, what was funny is, Aaron, you may have stopped watching by this time. I just happened to still be watching, and the Rangers are up like 12 nothing or 11 nothing. It went in the game 12 nothing. But Drury's up at bat for his, like, third at bat or something. And uh, he's, 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 he's in the on-deck circle, and they get ready. Um, this was in the seventh or eighth inning. And and he they show him and he goes sprinting up to the plate. What we don't know is if he was being a smart aleck to the home plate umpire or he truly was like feeling like he he needed to get in there and get ready. Because I promise you, once he got in there, it was pretty quick uh, to when the pitch was delivered. But he went from the on deck circle and he started running to the plate and it it looked kind of funny, but I don't know. I don't have a great feel for exactly what happened there. But I did get I did get a laugh from watching that. All right, some baseball talk for you. And by and and again, and I'll talk about it maybe later in the five o'clock hour. When you have a flat out ace, as they do in Scherzer, I mean, there's a swagger. I mean, I'm Dane Dunning's awesome. Dane Dunning pitched great the other night. But when Scherzer walks out to the mound, the team takes on a whole different feel. The team, I mean, it, it's – and Rangers have only had over the years a handful of that type of thing. Uh, they had it with Nolan. Uh, Cliff Lee came in and was that guy. Cole Hamels was, uh, was certainly that guy. Um, I mean, it, you know, you just don't – you don't always have it. I mean, you know, C.J. Wilson was a good pitcher. He wasn't that guy. All right? He was not just a lockdown number one. Colby Lewis during some of those playoff – that World Series run. I mean, Colby Lewis was a great part of that. Great, Really good pitcher. He wasn't that guy. I mean, Aaron, you got – you just – you only have – those guys don't come around, come around that often. Now, DeGrom's that guy, too – but we just didn't get to see him enough before he got hurt. I think DeGrom, certainly when healthy, can be that guy. Who am I missing, Aaron? 
like all-time just flat-out aces for the Rangers. I'm trying to think what those World Series teams, because they got Cliff on that first one. The second one, the second World Series teams, they did it a little more piecemeal. They had Derek, but I would not call him a number one lockdown ace, and he would agree with me. Talking about Derek Holland. Um, Did I name them all, Aaron? I mean, if you wanted to go way back, you could bring up Fergie. Uh, But you got Nolan, um, Cliff Lee, Cole Hamels. Oh, Darvish was that guy. Yeah. Darvish was that guy for a few years. Uh, And Darvish finished either second or third. He was a top three in the Cy Young voting. So um, I don't think – I don't think Darvish made the team feel like it feels when Scherzer goes out there. Uh, I, I loved watching Darvish pitch. It was a lot of fun. But Darvish, even at his best with the Rangers, was not – he was not Max Scherzer. Who am I missing, Aaron? Anybody? I think you I got like him I'm named. Okay. Um. Yeah, okay. I was just trying to Who make did they sure get from the Cardinals – one of the first when? uh before like the one first of the first playoff season. runs yeah. yes. like back in the 90s you're saying yeah oh well they had they brought in Stottlemyre, but yeah. he wasn't that guy he yeah, was good right. though uh they had Darren Oliver starting and then they had uh um John well they had Wetland out of the bullpen but they had uh another uh Helling might have been in there they had John somebody now you're making me think um they they had some they had some nice pitchers, but nobody of that magnitude. Game one, go out there. We know we're going to win. Now they almost beat the Yankees series. They when they first finally got in the playoffs, Juan Gonzalez had that one playoff series in a five game series where he belt, he had about four or five home runs. That was fun, but they couldn't they couldn't win a playoff series in those first couple of times they got in the playoffs. All right, Matt Mosley show. ESPN Central Texas. Let's do some campus confidential. Uh, what does Aaron Sexton have in store for us? That is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at SyntexSportsFan.com. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner's Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes, and remember, we're just our beat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. 
At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show on Line at SyntechSportsFan.com. Drive it forward with the First Central Credit Union Auto Loan this summer. First Central will donate to your local Boys and Girls Club when you refinance or get a new or used auto loan. You save and every auto loan activates a donation to be given to your area after school programs. Plus, you get to keep your cash. No payments for 90 days. It is money for kids and a new ride for you. Visit FirstCentralCU.com today for details and apply online. Everything we do, we do for you. Member NCUA. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley, Campus Confidential. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you, uh, Derek. Love what uh, they've been doing out there, and uh, you've heard Derek in some of those uh, talk, talking about uh, uh, fire department out there, some of the things that are, are being done. I'll, I'll give you more details on that as uh, we move forward because that's coming up, that event uh, that they're, they're having, I think that's coming up this weekend. So I'm going to give you a few more details on that. But thank you, Jim Turner and Jim Turner Chevrolet for always being a huge part of our show, including the ESPN Central Texas kickoff show presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, and that begins on uh, September 2nd, four hours before the game. Um, The young Drake will be on the scene with me. Drake Toll and a... uh, and, you know, whoever else, I mean, wants to show up out there at the alumni tent. we got a beautiful stage and desk and everything that's been built. Randy Morrison, one of uh, the great guys from over at Baylor, uh, worked on that and uh, really, really going to be nice. Doug Furch and his gang, Paul Thorpe, and, uh, I mean, what a tremendous group that is, uh, the Office of Baylor alumni going to be a really nice showing out there and we'll meet you four hours before games and then of course two hours 
before games. We'll turn it over to the network coverage, and that'll be uh, that'll be uh, John Morris, JJ Joe, Derek will be Derek Smith will be involved. The whole gang. Playfly. We'll introduce the Playfly folks to you as they come into our midst. They've been releasing all sorts of news. We got something called Baylor Plus where you can sign up and get all sorts of videos and inside type stuff. So good for them. Playfly comes, they come rolling in here with all sorts of ideas. Uh, Luke Holcomb, I believe, is the GM over there and going to do a nice job for Playfly, and we welcome them to town. All right, Aaron, what do you have for us? Oh, by the way, we got Pete Souza, the uh, uh, play-by-play, noted play-by-play expert, has done a lot of Baylor games and now has been hired from ESPN to do all sorts of games across the country, and we're excited for Pete. Pete's going to jump on with us at 5 o'clock today, and we can go a lot of different directions with that. Aaron, what are we doing today in Campus Confidential? Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark is going to appear on an upcoming episode of the Marshawn and Arand. Is it Arand? Urand. Urand. The Marshawn and Urand Sports media podcast, but some of what he said is already leaked, including a conversation he had with Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyavkov. Uh, according to the article from SI, his conversation with, with Klyavkov went something like this. It said, quote, this was something that we had to do, and this was something that the board and our key stakeholders encouraged. I'm sorry that my gain is your loss. So your mark has spoken with Klyavkov since the Big 12 added the four corner schools. And that is basically what he said to the Pac-12 commissioner. Yeah, I like it. Uh, showing some empathy there. Um, it is uh, It kind of, you know, it kind of, uh, I think, depending on how you read it, uh, I think some people think it, it you know, I, I, I'll tell you this, it's certainly not gloating. I don't think he's doing that at all. And I think he's very genuine in his uh, conversation. And, you know, Klievkov has made, had some major missteps. I, you can, you can kind of have fun with people, and, and we've talked about some of the ways he went wrong, uh, but also still kind of feel bad for him. I mean, has he made a lot of money? Sure, he's made a ton of money. But does this going to leave a huge black mark on his career that he probably can never come back from? The answer is yes. And they've even had to bring in Oliver Luck. I mean, Oliver's every other day, Oliver's trying to start up a new, um, you know, football league, a spring football league, XFL, whatever it is. And Oliver's just, he's a, he's a, he's a hired gun. He's a mercenary. Uh, Bob Bowlesby, uh, the Big 12, hired Oliver to help Bowlesby when they were trying to figure out what to do moving forward when they were in a lurch. And now Oliver's been brought in to try to help the Pac-4. Because, honestly, once you are this bruised like Klievkov is, you just kind of have to move them on down the road. And the Big 12 did a nice job of not kicking, you know, letting Bowlesby help out, getting him the help he needed, but make no mistake, Dr. Linda Livingstone, Baylor President uh, Linda Livingstone, and Mac Rhodes and others, uh, Scoviac over at uh, Texas Tech, 
I think the Oklahoma State people helped out immensely. They jumped in. Iowa State has that guy Pollard does a nice job. They all jumped in and got that thing done. But Bob, Bob was fine. Bob was fine. I don't want to downgrade Bob too much. But uh, uh, we have been in touch with Brett Yormark, by the way, and um, he will hopefully be talking to us soon. I, what I definitely wanted to get word to Brett was if he's coming to Waco for a game, we want him to spend some time with us. Uh, he did a one-on-one with us at the uh, Big 12 basketball tournament, uh, about 25 minutes, and um, it, it really got a lot of play. A lot of people enjoyed that uh, interview, and we are so appreciative to, to Brett. We look forward to our next visit with him. Aaron, he, he, at some point he finally looked up <laughs> right in front of me, and he looked over at the PR. The PR guy was awesome. Bob Berta just kind of let that thing go for a long time. And finally, Brett kind of looked over at him like, <laughs> Can we wrap get, this? Me, get me out of here. <laughs> and, and I, and I, I, I mean, I, didn't, I can miss a lot of signals, but I didn't miss that signal. Even for by my, I finally kind of got us on out of there. All right, Aaron, we got time for another one. What do you have for us? Uh, just more comments from Brett Yarmark. Uh, he also said there have been reports that the Big 12 was still considering further expansion, including maybe San Diego State and UConn, but he pretty much shot those down. Your mark said today, right, quote, right now we're done. When asked about further expansion, he said, we had a vision, we had a strategy, and effectively we were able to execute it. Initially, I wasn't sure if we go to 14 or 16 I think 16 was kind of the dream scenario, candidly. So from our perspective, our focus now is to integrate the four incoming schools as quickly as we can. We feel really good about our future and what our membership composition looks like. All right. Um, That is the uh, Sports Business Journal is what um, uh, John Uron uh, writes for. And then Andrew Andrew Marshawn writes for the New York Post. New York Post. And so they have a, a podcast they do together. And they do a nice job on media news and that kind of thing. And so uh, your mark uh, was on with them. And this is kind of the first uh, big interview he's done since then. So we will uh, we will check that out. In fact, we will uh, endeavor. We will have some to, audio from it as soon as it's released. Yeah, sample some of that. In, in true... Mosley fashion today I was asking Aaron to get that audio and I was like what's the deal I I, I read this quote it's got to be out there somewhere and then finally Aaron after I had you know grumbled around a little bit I I looked I looked at it and said uh, the podcast will not drop until Wednesday morning so I was trying to make I was trying to get you to find something that did not exist but uh, that is, uh, that's not unusual for me, as you well know. All right, uh, it is time. Uh, we'll have some more college news for you about 520. Next, uh, noted play-by-play man. Uh, and uh, got a new deal with ESPN he's just signed. Pete Sousa joins us next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. 
wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like Huevos Rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Are you ready to break ground on your Next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, k 222 DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center. 
Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling along on a Tuesday afternoon. And uh, pleased to be joined by Pete Souza, who you see, you've seen him on ESPN Plus. You've seen him on KWTX. The man, uh, he's kind of all over the place. And, uh, Pete, I understand you've got a exciting announcement that has happened in the past 24 hours. You've probably known about this for a while, but you've shared it publicly. But first of all, welcome to the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Well, I, it's a little unnerving for me. I'm an Eagles guy, and so it's doomsday for me right now. It is an honor and a privilege to be with Matt Mosley, but it's also a little frightening because I, like you, go back in my fandom to the 90s and 80s when the Cowboys used to kind of have our way with us. So I'm still – I got a little PTSD from that still. But I'm doing great. It is an honor and a privilege to be with you today. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Boy, you went back to Buddy Ball at the Bounty Bowl. And, uh, and man, and, Jerome know, and Reggie. Oh, and wow. That's it. And, and, and I used to – I really – I was a proud. I was, I was just a huge fan, and and what what Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson did for the Cowboys, I always thought that was amazing because the Cowboys were a doormat, and that was we're throwing snowballs at them, we're having our way with them, and all of a sudden, here comes Jerry Jones, here comes Jimmy Johnson, and and we've got a dynasty, and we're on the outside looking in again at the time. <laughs> well, you went to Super Bowl last year. I mean, nobody's going to feel sorry for the uh, Eagles right now. Uh, and, uh, I mean, with Hurts, uh, what a what an unbelievable season that was. So these are heady times. Of course, the Cowboys, oh, we're going on 28 years since uh, playing in an <laughs> NFC title game. Used to do it every year with Tom Landry. I mean, think about how many times. I mean, that, there, was a, there was a period of time where, like, in, in I want to say he went to – like 17 NFC title games or something insane like that. The number like is that. mind-boggling. I, I just finished yeah. up my, uh, Jimmy Johnson's book, and then I, I was also – the Jeff Perlman one, I, I listened to that. Um, and and I remember the number is jarring, the number of, I think, NFC title games he was just a part of. And and that's how it was every year. For, for a fan of the Eagles, you, you turn around and, oh, here are the Cowboys again. So, yeah, and, and I – I love what you do with Ed Werger. So, yeah, I'm a big fan. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, you bet. You bet. I I appreciate you listening and helping us with those numbers on the Doomsday Podcast. (laughs) All right? I got to pay for these trips out to Cowboys land somehow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Out to Oxnard, California. I guess the Eagles practice. They used to – I would go, uh, Pete – uh, a year after year, out to Bethlehem or outside of Bethlehem, uh, I guess it's right there by uh, what is it, Allentown? But uh, they would be at they Lehigh. Were, yeah, yeah. They were in Westchester when I was a real little kid, and then they moved yeah. over to Lehigh. Uh, you know, now they have this a beautiful facility, and so they they keep it close to home. As most teams do, the Cowboys are the rare exception, really one of the rare exceptions. And you know, you wake up today and you go outside, and it's 105 degrees, and you understand why. Jerry loves – he was maybe born in Los Angeles or something, so he feels like he has ties, but he loves to have the Cowboys be a part of Southern California, especially when the Raiders, you know, uh, that whole situation happened, the L.A. Raiders, and Jerry in his mind felt like he needed to fill that void. 
Uh, and you just never know what the Raiders are going to do. And, of course, now they're in uh, Las Vegas. Now, Pete Souza, uh, I, I do want to get to your big news. I like this, man. Sure. ESPN, uh, <laughs> this sounds like kind of a multi-year deal. I'm going to call it lucrative. You don't have to share the numbers uh, with me, but um, that's kind of cool. I mean, you signed a uh, you signed a deal with ESPN. Now, we've. I, I'm afraid this means we're not going to have you as much doing some of these Baylor games, okay? We're probably going to lose you because now you got to start going around the country all over the place. You were already doing some of this. What all does this entail, Pete? Are you, um, are you now going to be doing a college football game every week? And I assume you'll be doing a lot of these college basketball games. Yeah, you, you, you kind of nailed it. Well, first of all, I used to do PR in the NBA, so I can tell you terms of the deal are, are, are not disclosed, but I can say <laughs> it's not a multi-year deal. It's a solid. It's a solid year um, with a lot of events. I know that I'll be doing probably three, four Big Twelve football games, or or other games, maybe more than that. And then college basketball season. I should be really busy. And luckily uh, for myself, I, you know, I got the opportunity to do games last year, and they put me on the Big Twelve, and they like my work. Of course, I like the opportunity, and the big 12 is the best conference in basketball. So I appreciated the stage and the opportunity. And I literally, it's, it's tough. I mean, just to give you a little insight, as you know, uh, you stay on people, you're, you're persistent, but you're not pushy and you let the work speak for itself. And I know that I have a, a plenty of work to do, but I feel like I've been like you my whole life surrounded, insulated by sports and calling games since I was a kid. So when the opportunity came, I was ready. And yeah, they asked me if I wanted to do more games. Of course, I said yes, and quickly. <laughs> and then the guy I work with negotiating stuff said not so fast. Uh, but yeah, it's a great opportunity, and I'm and I am beyond grateful to have it and to be able to do games. I'll be kind of centered out of still out of Central Texas, based in Central Texas, doing the Big Twelve. Still do Baylor games whenever I can. Still do high school games for KWTX. we got our first game Thursday night, Colleen and Harker Heights next Thursday. And then I am doing September 2nd, Texas State Baylor at McLean. And then you kind of find out your schedule as the season matriculates. But uh, I am beyond grateful for the opportunity. Oh, man, I like that. Texas, you got the assignment, Texas State uh-huh. Baylor. And uh, do you already know who your partner is for that one? And do you think your partner will kind of stay the same through much of the year, or is that kind of yet to be uh, determined? At this level, you you watch the games. There are rare air guys, right, like Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, or even yeah. if you look at Chris Fowler, Kirk Herbstreit. But if you really look at broadcasters all over the place, whether it's CBS Sports Network, whether it's ESPN, there's not a lot of turnover so much as the broadcast teams are concerned, but there's a lot of turnover with – uh, I should say the personnel. There's not a lot of turnover with the personnel, but there's a lot of turnover with the broadcast teams and the pairings. So I'm again, I'm just super happy to be there. I, Chad yeah. Brown, I worked with the first two games last year, um, and then they'll kind of move you around. I loved working with Chad. I'm not so sure how I ha- who I'll have the first week uh, at, at Baylor, uh, but I'll be finding out here soon in a little bit because I have been preparing since I found out about a week and a half ago for this game. That's my favorite part of it. Again, you know, not to ride it till the wheels come off, but like you, the preparation is my favorite part. You know, I grew up watching NFL films. I grew up calling the games, turning the volume down, calling them on my television screen. And 
I called games in college. I called games uh, in the NBA D League, and then I, I kind of got away from it and got into TV news, and I got back into Texas, and it, and it really opened up for me. Man, you're going to be looking at that Texas State roster. They got a new coach, one of their quarterbacks, new coach, I'll new say. quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And, they're and, exci- look, they're exciting. I, you can always say, oh, it's not like they're going to go, you know, week three, Baylor takes on Long Island. Okay, that's one of those games where you think, wow, that could, that could get messy. Texas State, hey, let's, let's hold on now. They got an exciting coach. They have an exciting offense. Uh, this is a team that's been, you know, FCS for 12 years. Uh, they are, they're ready to go. They're ready to roll. So, uh, and I don't think Dave Miranda or anybody on the, on the Baylor coaching staff is going to overlook them, but they're a formidable opponent. You know, last year I did the opener against Albany. Um, and then I did a game, Oklahoma State against Arkansas Pine Bluff. You know, going into games like that, you really, you're excited because it's college football and it's always super interesting. But, just where the teams come from kind of gives you an idea. You look at the points spread before the game, you're like, wow. Uh, that's not so much the case in this game, so I'm pumped. Yeah. Well, they uh, C.J. Rogers, former Baylor walk-on quarterback, is one of their quarterbacks at Texas State. Uh, Malik Hornsby, who is a big-time recruit. And then I think they've yeah. got somebody from LSU, as you found out. So you're right. I mean, I don't know how good they're going to be, but they're going to be exciting. And I like the coach they hired. Uh, they're, they're giving He's it a go kidding. on – Oh my gosh! Yeah, I knew his dad. His dad played at Baylor, and in uh, uh, in he this guy, a really good young coach. I did not like the previous guy was fine, but he was trying to do it all through the portal. Right? They were basically uh, foregoing. You cannot sever your relationship with high school coaches. No, I mean, you do these high exactly. school games, yeah, and that's and, that's, and, a, that's one of those moves where you you raise your eyebrow a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you you go one class where you don't take a high school kid, you got problems. And they they yeah. did that one year. They did all portal like in 2000 or 2021 and I thought that is a good way to get yourself fired. By the way, that Harker Heights talking to Pete Souza on the Matt Mosley show, that's big time football out in um, out in Colleen. I mean, that that team uh always seems to be loaded and I would imagine uh this is the this is the same. Have you started to take a peek at some of our local teams? And by the way, some of these players uh, that are being Ooh. recruited, this is unreal. With Micah Hudson, uh, you know, obviously the uh, uh, Kobe uh, Black over yeah, over at Conley. I mean, these are yeah. big time five star uh, athletes that are playing right around uh, uh, you know right around Central Texas. Well, you mentioned five star. Just want to back up real quick. The Horns be. Uh quarterback you mentioned yeah he's he was a four-star t- uh guy yes. going into lsu so like he was the, the that's the highest recruit texas state has ever had so that gives you an idea of the kind of players that that coach kenny is attracting and who baylor will be up against it's not and these guys are used to winning they all come from incarnate word uh the coaching staff does where they went, went very far in the playoffs last year but texas high school football back to your initial question it's unbelievable you know i'm from the northeast so I grew up outside of Philadelphia. Kind of, you play high school football. I played high school football, and you get athletes once in a while, right? But the tradition rich is kind of towards Western PA. You know, all the right moves, oh, those teams out out towards Pittsburgh. So coming to Texas for me has been so eye opening and exciting to be able to cover, to go to these high school football games and to see the athletes and the way they play, the cohesion. Uh, the way it's so obvious that football 
is the first language uh, in Central Texas and in Texas. So, yeah, it's, it's super exciting. I know Jerry Edwards, the coach last year for Harker Heights, left. He went up north. So they have a new head coach this year. I'm, I'm getting set, getting settled, and, uh, and really yeah. excited for that week one. It's, uh, it'll be on the CW on Thursday night on uh, next uh, Thursday, the 24th. August. You put you you got your board. You got to put your uh, your board together. And I don't know if you you some. Part, Matt. Oh man, get the get get the board put together. Get everything you need, and then uh, you know whether you need a spotter or not. Some people love the spotter. Some people don't. I mean, I think I would des- with my eyesight. I would def- definitely need so a here's spotter. A inside, I used to. I I got out of college. I worked in sports. Then I worked in NBA PR for a while. And I got into, I always wanted to, to broadcast and a couple of good buddies of mine were, were broadcasters, broadcasters for NFL teams or maybe the NFL and Fox. So I, I used to spot when I was a kid, probably in my early twenties, I, I, I went on the road with a guy who was doing NFL and Fox. And I, so I know how to spot and I have, it, it, it is not easy for people that don't know. And you're listening, Mm-mm. you need to know, you have to identify on the broadcaster's board, who made the catch, who made the tackle. If there's a pick six, you better get it right. <laughs> you know, you know. And if there's a block punt, you better get it right. If you can get the guy who blocked the punt before we go to commercial with the guy who recovered it, that's great. So I know all that stuff, and that, I think, helped me prepare for games like this and, and for doing stuff like this. But I, a, a good spotter, Matt, that's mm-hmm. the key. The more and more uh, broadcasting uh, evolves, these big networks, you can travel as fast and spotter wherever you go, which is awesome. But if you had to pick, most broadcasters will say, hey, I can get the stats now off stat broadcaster. There's so many exotic outlets to get good stats, but a good spotter is hard to find. Man, yeah. I will not try my hand at that. You will not. You may see me in the press box, but it'll be in the buffet line. I won't be down there because that I've I've heard. We I used to be a guy that did high school around here, and I've I've heard like if somebody messed up spotting, it was like a intern type college intern. Like the way they would treat those. You're not like this. You're not wired like that. But some people, the way they're revved up. And they get that testosterone going, and somebody identifies the wrong player or something. Yikes! I do not I've want heard, that. I've heard some some nightmare stories. I've certainly <laughs> I've certainly been chewed out. I've heard nightmare stories about big time broadcasters just telling guys, "Hey, take a walk. I got it. I can, yeah. I can do it without you throwing me off." But then there's another <laughs> on the other side of that coin. You know, I think Brad Sham. I think he's had the same guy. Forever. I mean, I, you you hear about him, talk about him on the broadcast, uh-huh. on the Cowboy broadcast sometimes, and that's that's a big part of your success and your confidence going into a, a game. I know that my spotter, I know that when I look down at the board, he's going to have the right guy. You look down sometimes, and I have been this guy, and the spotter's kind of nervous or he's pointing, he's half pointing. You think, oh, okay, I'm I might be on my own here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just looking. That's a, the uh, the guy that Chris Hall, longtime Cowboy scout, he's up there. I think I think a guy named Bob does Brad stats, but Chris mm-hmm. Hall, longtime Cowboy scout, because of course he knows the roster really well, might be yeah. part of the secret to Brad's uh, success up there. And Babe, I mean, 
Laufenberg has to carry him at times. So let's just be honest about that. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN, Central Texas. Pete Souza, uh, I say that in love. Pete Souza joining us today. And uh, it's funny to hear you say you're from the Northeast because sometimes I've done radio for many, many years with like Anthony Gargano or oh, Gargano, sure. as they say it, the up in the Northeast and those guys. And like even hearing you talk like in. Uh, like Eskin and those guys from WIP, Howard was a huge Jimmy Johnson fan. He must have gone to Miami or something, or been some. He had some connections to the, the so Miami Hurricanes. Connection. Howard didn't yeah. go to Miami, and okay. he was a big time sports radio guy in Philly. But he always went to the games when Jimmy Johnson was there, and then <laughs> he would go to Cowboys games. You know, Howard had a way. That's why he was so successful, and he was one of those guys. He did his homework. He showed up at every event, and when you're a talk show host and you're doing things like that, much like you do, you do establish credibility, not only with you know your listening audience, but the coaches and the players. And somehow he got so tight with Jimmy Johnson. He was always talking about Jimmy yeah. Johnson and, and the Cowboys, which was a little conflict of interest in Philly. But, I, you know, I know you've experienced having those guys on your show and going on their show. Oh, yeah. Two of, the best, two of the best radio markets in the country, sports, oh. you know, Philly and Dallas. Yeah, one of those guys who they, then they started having the kind of the WIP versus that ESPN station up there, and the guy that used to be with Stephen A. Smith, he had me on one Mike time, Minnelli. and I and I I didn't know Miss Nelly and I ended up being fine, but I didn't really know how combative. And my and my thought, if if somebody was a guest, if having you on as a guest, they were going to be somewhat kind to you. And I remember. He fired a couple of things at me, and boy, I went back and I was like, "What have I gotten myself into?" Yeah, Mike Missinelli. Yeah, I hadn't talked to him in a while. This he, is bringing he, back. You know, and he, would yeah. have your, he would have your boy. He would challenge like Colin Cowherd to come on, and Cowherd would come on just because he's Colin Cowherd, and he would, you know, somewhat explain himself as to why he had this take on Philadelphia. Missinelli's piece of work for sure. <laughs> Pete Susan joining us. Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas. That's got to be weird though. Even like college basketball, you love it so much, but like the portal has changed everything. Even Baylor, you know, Baylor did, did yeah. not have a lot of players leave in the past. Now they have players leaving. Now they're working the portal. I mean, K State will have wholesale changes. Texas Tech with Grant McCaslin, completely different team. I mean, from year to year. There's just not as much carryover as there used to be. And you're right, it's a great conference, but even KU. I mean, that's this is a, you're I mean, when you when you're getting ready to do those games for ESPN, mm -hmm. you're you're having to this is a whole different roster than you had the year before. And think about it, in the years they used to have guys stay 3 or 4 years, you get to know them, you get a great feel for the team. The only thing you could do now is get a great feel for the coach. And even that changes. You know, uh, obviously West idea. Virginia has a yeah. whole a fluid situation. And that's, and that's the idea. That's why, in speaking with people at ESPN, um, when this position was presented to me, I said, you try to be – because it's true, man. I'll call games anywhere. I don't care where you send me. And the gentleman that was talking to me about this, he said, hey, why would you want to come off the Big 12? I said, hold on, I don't, I don't want to. He, I, I said, I just want to let you know how flexible I am. And it's the best conference in college basketball. And what we're seeing now, and you talk to coaches about this, there are times when the guy slips my mind right now, but he was a starting point guard. He was a freshman. He was a Big 12 freshman of the year at Iowa State, and he, tr and he transferred to Texas. That's yeah. odd. You know, so now Iowa State is playing Texas, and it's just 
it is such coaches are now adjusting to this, right? They don't, they don't love that in, in, in a sense where you're playing against a guy who you recruited and left you, and now you're literally playing against him. And then you got, you know, guys like Grant McCaslin, and Grant McCaslin's taking guys from his team and bringing them from North Texas and bringing them to Texas Tech as a broadcaster. You, I don't care who's out there, right? It's as as somebody who's died in the wool with a college, it is a little awkward as a broadcaster. It's kind of Matt, almost like NFL or NBA free agency. The players are staying the same and they're around for longer than ever. So you do start to identify with guys. Okay. I know this guy. I know his strengths. I know his weaknesses. I know where he's from. It's, it is uh, hard to wrap the mind around the change in uniform and location, but it is nice that there's a familiarity with some of these guys. I mean, last year, Texas's team, some of these teams, you got guys in the starting lineup averaging like 22 years old. And Mm -hmm. that was not the case years ago. And these guys are getting, as we know, they're getting paid sick amounts of money and good for them. But some guys aren't even playing and they're on the bench getting a couple hundred grand. It creates turmoil too. And I think obviously it makes a coach's job more difficult. Dave Aranda talking after the scrimmage on Saturday. And this had nothing had to do really with NIL, or maybe it yeah. did. But he was asked, "Hey, how do you feel about the team?" You were probably right there. He said, "Feel very good. Uh, everybody, you know, the attitude around the team is great." But let's find out when we when we pick the starters and when we see who's traveling and when guys figure out their minutes. That's when you kind of figure out what sort of team you have on your hands. Can they handle yeah. the adversity? And and honestly, Aranda cares about that more than most coaches. I'm not saying ever, you know, coaches don't have empathy, but he had to kind of get past some of that with his transfer portal, and he's admitted that that you know I didn't really embrace that, and it might have come at the detriment of the team. These Bears with Mike Smith at linebacker, Keechon Jackson at wide receiver, some of these uh, some of these uh, transfers are not just like going to start; they're going to be the leaders of the team. And that's what's kind of wild is it, at first it was kind of like, let's just bring in a player or two to be complimentary. The guy that came in from LSU that was a great nose tackle, uh, you know, some good offensive linemen. Now, I mean, Baylor brought in eight players, and I would say like at least six to seven of the eight are going to make big-time contributions. And one of them's the backup quarterback. He might not yeah. make it this year, but he might be ready to go. And and Baylor hadn't hit on a quarterback in in uh, recruiting in like three years. You realize that? How I mean, how do you that... feel about Blake? How do you feel about Blake Shapen? How do you? What are your expectations for him? Oh, I he's I I like him uh, more than a lot of Baylor fans because I mean I remember what he looked like at first, and I know what kind of arm talent. I just think he's way more talented than people, uh, and I uh, even other Big Twelve coaches I've seen quoted anonymously saying, "Oh, he's just a guy," kind of thing. I I think he's extremely accurate if he gets his feet under him and he's decisive in all those things. I I think I think they believe they can do a lot with him. That said, his backups more what you like dream of for a quarterback. Measurables, 63. Oh, huge leader. Like he came in the first day and he started like leading a Bible study. It's like you've come to the right place. What were you doing out in Starkville? What were you doing out there? I don't have Bible studies out there in the SEC. <laughs> yeah, right. So he shows up and everybody uh, everybody fell in love with him. So I I but I think Shapen 
could end up having. But first of all, he's got he got really good running back stable, and the and the receivers have so much more experience, talent. This Jackson kid from Arkansas could be really really good. Uh, there they go about five deep at wide receiver, and at least three deep at running back. So I, I think. Uh, I think he's going to have a lot more help at the skill position. Baylor got way overrated last year based on what happened the previous season. They lost great NFL talent. This year, they are. I think they have a chance to be kind of that X factor. And so could they be a TCU and make a, a shocking charge? They could. Could they, could they go? Could they win six games? Yeah, they could do that too. Um, but, I, I mean, there's the there's, there's – the, potential for a nine or ten win season in this team i I really yeah there's a lot of excitement around the team and you can tell aranda genuinely is excited because if he if he's anything he's authentic Uh, even though sometimes it's always hard to get a a hold of these coaches now this day and age it's just how it is when you can see the genuine excitement he has about this team and about the talent and about the weapons and about guys like mike smith like you mentioned transfers coming in that he's tapping as leaders, just the way that he talks about them off the field. He's excited about this group. You mentioned Robertson. I think that that, I don't think anything can go wrong with that situation. You've got an effective backup, right? Who's always the most popular guy in town. And you also have a guy who will push Blake Shapin, which he has shown us in the past has worked for him. Maybe this is a situation where we'll, we'll see that once again. I don't know. The exciting part is we get to find out, uh, you, September 2nd, as these games began, I, we talk about the realignment and we talk about teams departing conferences. At the end of the day, there's college football and there's great college football games. And we're lucky here. We're in the Big 12. We, it, it continues to get better. I can't imagine what the feeling is out in, in a place like Seattle, Washington. It's just, it's, it's got to be a real downer. Yeah, yeah, I, that's uh, it's it. It is very, very uh, strange right now to think of the Pac Four and and what all that is going to end up looking like. Although, if I were the ACC, these people that are like turning down Cal Berkeley and Stanford, I'd be like, hey, get them in here, get them in the Big Twelve. I it makes my degree look better. It makes the Baylor degree look better to have these like academic intellectuals around. I want them in the Big Twelve. What bring them in? Unfortunately. This is just stuff I've read from people who have way more access than I do. But even the Pac-12, like the television deals, I think there's an over – folks can overvalue themselves. Some of the conferences, some of the schools may not yeah. quite have an identity of who they really are. So you're turning down deals. The Pac-12 is turning down deals from ESPN and NBC and deals that are sizable that they would, would have taken in a second a week or two ago. And that led to what we see now is this reformation and the, the, the Pac-12 dissolving. There wasn't uh, – there's folks have trouble, like in everyday life, right, really knowing who they are and their identity. Yeah, I would say so. And uh, But, uh, boy, Pete, it was, that was fun. And uh, congratulations. You also, uh, you know, put it out there about uh, – uh, about your sobriety for uh, yeah. nearly, I guess, 12 years now. That's a well, pretty you. incredible Without thing that, to... Uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up. Without that, I, really, I, I hit rock bottom after I was working in the NBA, and uh, 
I went to treatment. And then after treatment, I went somewhere else. So I, I got a job working at a Kentucky Fried Chicken. I was in my 30s, and I learned a lot about life and humility and about a second chance. So I have a lot of gratitude for being on here with you today. And if anybody is out there and you're struggling or you think you can't stop, I'm not hard to find. Send me a direct message. I'd love to talk to you because I, yeah, I had the gift of desperation, and now I'm able to really pack stuff in the stream of life. I love what I'm doing. I love talking to you, and uh, it's, all, it's, all, it's all good now on this side. I'm glad to hear it, and, uh, boy, you're doing great. Congratulations to you on your new deal with ESPN, and uh, we'll, I'll be having you on more often because I like it. Plus, I'm a huge NBA guy, so at some point we'll go down that uh, path because uh, there's a lot, uh, a lot to discuss on that end. Even this, like the NBA, never sleeps. It's, it's like the NFL now. It never, <laughs> even that James Harden story the other day uh, from your part of the world oh. was uh, was really interesting. So we'll uh, we'll get into some NBA talk, Pete. I'm I appreciate it. Fan. Interesting is one way to put it, man. I yeah. appreciate the opportunity, Matt. We'll have to reconvene later you bet you bet there he goes pete souza uh from just outside of philadelphia uh and he's ended up in central texas boy's been kwtx does a lot of baylor stuff and now espn's going to be sending him around the country to do a lot of games you see him on big 12 basketball but uh pete's done a really nice job and then an inspiring story with his recovery and uh that's uh that's very uh admirable and uh, Aaron has talked about his own recovery on this show before, and it's just, uh, boy, I admire the heck out of it, folks that uh, are able to uh, recognize that and then come come rolling back from it. Uh, it's a pretty amazing thing. So very, very exciting for Pete Souza uh, joining the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron, can you tell, you, did you see, I mean, those Philadelphia, like when those guys from up there, when they start talking about the Eagles, they like drop into a different accent almost. <laughs> like he just, I mean, he's got his normal accent and these guys Philly accent. And and what I used to have to watch is, I would go on with those guys as a guest, and if I didn't watch it, I would slip into like talking like they were. Like it just there's just something in their cadence, and that Philly, well Philly talk. Everybody talks about New York and stuff like that. Philly. That WIP uh, and WFAN was huge in New York, obviously, and, and that's where Don Imus came up. And then, of course, Francesa and Mad Dog and all that kind of stuff. But WIP, from a sports radio standpoint, in the 80s and even into the 90s, that was monstrous. In fact, they had that going before the ticket had their thing going in Dallas, and that became huge in the uh, – in the 1990s when that started and, and continues to be in some respects. But, boy, WIP and those names I was talking about, Aaron, uh, Howard Eskin, Angelo Cataldi, Anthony Gargano. I mean, these are uh, Mike Mizzanelli, who went over to the other place at ESPN and did battle with them. These are big, big names coming out of Philly, and uh, it was always a lot of fun to be on with all those guys uh, doing some Radio and talking uh, Cowboys and Eagles. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And we'll get you caught up on uh, the latest, uh, some uh, some Cowboys news today, uh, injury news, and then also uh, uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, uh, what's going on around the NFL. We'll do that next. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. I realize the complexities of the human body and its ability to heal itself. That's orthopedic surgeon Dr. John Herzog talking about regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. It's a very well thought out process and they use it in all the professional teams around the world. Regenerative medicine uses healing agents from your own body like your blood or bone marrow. Highly concentrated and delivered right to the achy joint. By putting it in the spot where it can't normally get to, you can facilitate healing. At QC Kinetics, they are the nation's leader in this exciting field of medicine. Lasting pain relief with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. People are very happy to have an opportunity to get better without going through the entirety of a medical procedure. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. Learn more about regenerative options that could help you get your life back. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield savings account with EECU. It has a rate of 4.5% APY with no minimum balance and no monthly fees. (laughs) 4.5%? That is big. Yep. We've done our banking with EECU for years, and we added a high-yield savings account just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash 
slash 450 save and open your account in under five minutes. Wow. Uh, what'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 4.5% APY. Plus, you can take your money out anytime you need it. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY's annual percentage yield. Membership requirements and terms and conditions apply. Visit EECU.org slash 450 save or call 800 333 for details. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. You got the right one. It is, uh, it's Mosley, Aaron Sexton. We're doing our thing as we roll on on a Tuesday afternoon. Fun to hear from uh, Baylor volleyball coach Ryan McGuire earlier in the program. Baylor has such I mean, great coaches. I think about all the people we have on Glenn Moore and Ryan McGuire and uh, and Scott, and they all have really good SIDs and and uh, um, but what they're really good at doing and um, is and Mike McGraw's like this too. Jay over on the women's golf side, like they'll just they're they're you know they're they're great friends, but they also want to make sure people hear about their programs. And they know we've got a nice big audience. And so they'll just occasionally, you heard people hitting, and they may have been warming up or something. I don't know. They may have already started practice. But Ryan has great trust in his two assistant coaches. And uh, just they'll step right out of practice. Um, Mitch will do that. Uh, baseball, he's kind of like that. I mean, these, they're, they're, these folks uh, will do uh, what it takes to promote their programs and uh, very, very appreciative of working with all uh, with all these people. That was kind of neat, wasn't it, Aaron, to uh, to hear all that. Uh, uh, that was uh, fun. And then Pete Souza uh, was just on with us and uh, people recognize him from TV. KWTX does some that has done uh, mornings there, but has done more and more Baylor sporting events. And he's done a little bit of everything, whether it be volleyball, baseball. I mean, John Morris and then Derek, of course, on uh, baseball and women's basketball, uh, they pretty much cover almost everything. But occasionally they got to be on a trip or be somewhere, and Pete will roll in and, and, and do the work. But Pete now has a new deal with ESPN and uh, going to do a lot of football games, including, it sounds like, uh, this Baylor – Texas State game on September second, and that's great for a for a Central Texas guy like Pete to uh, to be around and do that. And Aaron, that was kind of fun finding out that he's a huge Eagles fan. And uh, I mean, I I don't know if I would share that in Cowboys country, but he did, and uh, and I thought that was a uh, I thought that was a fun conversation. Rangers uh, will start up first pitch at. Uh, at 7.05, and uh, we, uh, uh, th- th- you've got uh, Montgomery on the mound, and I, I, I'm kind of uh, excited. I mean, every night you look and see what the Astros are up to. Astros lost last night. Rangers go up to three-and-a-half game lead. Uh, this is a team... As you start to kind of see how everything's coming together, 
I, the best hope for Josh Young, by the way, to get back at third base is probably with about 10 games left in the regular season. Do I think he'll play in the postseason? I do. It's going to take him a little time to ramp up. I mean, that's a pretty significant – you've got to do the surgery. I think they're going to put a plate in there. Um, this is not is going to be – Seeger has shown, and then Heim and others – Man, they can come racing back from those IL stints. Seager really, it's amazing, you know, some how quickly some of them have been able to get back in the lineup. Corey Seager can do it, and um, and that was exciting to see. Tonight's lineup, um, everything looks normal. Lowe and Garcia in the three and four holes. Simeon and Seager at the top. Garver's hitting fifth. Mitch Garver and DHing. Jonah Heim is hitting sixth. He's still kind of working his way into form. Our man Martinez is hitting seventh uh, and playing center field, and he's been a lot of fun to watch so far. They thought they would bring him up, let him have a taste, and send him back down. It hadn't happened. He's been too good. Uh, This is a great chance to uh, rest Tavares. He's needed it. He's been in a bad way lately. Zeke Duran's going to hit eighth and play third base. And then uh, Jankowski will be out there with that long, flowing blonde hair running around in left field. You know, kudos to a guy like Jankowski. Just had a kid. Just had a, His wife just had a baby. And uh, uh, Breland, I think, is the, is the baby's name. And he was gone for a day or two with paternity leave. He comes right when, uh, when, the, when Seager was hurt. He was batting second in the lineup. Jankowski's been a godsend for this team. I like the thought of Jankowski batting down there at ninth because, honestly, they they need a little punch down there because of the way things have been going for uh, Taveras. So Rangers get going tonight in Montgomery on the mound. Uh, Aaron, the uh, the Scherzer... uh, Outing last night was amazing. 11 strike strikeouts. Allows one hit, no runs. And the night before, Dane Dunning, 12 strikeouts. I think he scattered seven hits, one run. The pitching staff is just, I mean, you know, it, it's it's so good that a guy that had been a stalwart for much of the season just doesn't really have a role right now in the rotation. And I'm talking about Martin Perez. Um, you know, there's some different ways you can go about it. But, uh, you know, John Gray, it was fun watching him the other night. Montgomery, uh, as we get to know these new pitchers, I would say the arrival of these two pitchers to go along with Stratton, who's been really nice out of the bullpen, it's just been a huge shot in the arm to the Rangers. And I know um, – Recently, uh, Chapman had the one rough outing, but still, Araldus being out there on the eighth, uh, the whole thing has taken on a different feel. And it's it's the great pitching like that can can send a jolt into your offense, and and man, playing behind that, like I love Dunning's attitude the other day, Aaron. You can watch a pitcher. And you can see when he's getting no run support, and 
I, I there was just something about it. He just didn't care. He gives up a home run early in the game. I think it was Conforto. Yeah, I think maybe early in that game. I can't remember for sure. But he gives up a home run. And, man, his attitude throughout that game was just awesome. He just kept and He was sprinting out there to the mound after they'd have another rough outing, and they finally get that thing tied and take a 2-1 lead, and they lose. And I tell you, as baseball fans and media, we always think, oh, man, is that going to linger? Oh, man, that's a heartbreaking loss. And it didn't. I mean, they responded beautifully against the Halos. Um, all right, uh, Angels, um, that game gets going at 7.05 tonight. We'll carry it here. Pre-game starts up about 6.30 right here on ESPN Central Texas. The dismount is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes. And remember, we're just our beat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we got to say goodnight. I mean, it's not easy, okay? We've, we would do another hour if we were allowed, but who knows? Uh, we'll, uh, we'll have to sign off now. The, uh, this in-season tourney has been announced in the NBA. I was just talking to Pete Souza. He used to be an NBA PR guy. And, uh, well, Pete's an interesting guy, interesting background. And uh, that was fun visiting with him. <clears throat> the um, We'll talk about that. I may mention it tomorrow. I still don't know how I feel about it. It seems weird, but I'm going to try to embrace it, watch it. And if the Mavs somehow won it, I would just celebrate it like it was another Larry O. All right? We'd have parades and just uh, it, a lot of excitement. Who knows? Maybe the Rockets will win it. Do we have Rockets fans out there? Any Rockets fans? Let us know on the text line, the CNC Collision Center text line. Aaron, we do have some baseball games that have started already. Um, the uh, In the top of the first inning, the Astros and Marlins have gotten it on. They're in Miami out on the East Coast. It's 0-0, top of the first. All right. Guardians and Reds are in the first inning. Guardians already have a 2-0 lead on the Reds. Rangers coming up right here on ESPN Central Texas, and we'll react to it tomorrow. Let's see how Montgomery, can Montgomery keep up this amazing run of pitching? Everybody have a great night. Good job, Aaron. We'll talk to everybody tomorrow at 3 o'clock straight up. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the West Virginia Mountaineers. Here is John Morris. Everybody, continuing our series of Big 12 football previews. Today, we'll check in in Morgantown, West Virginia. Coach Neil Brown and the Mountaineers.